Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
understands. We're podcasters. He's a host, baby. Keep him coming, big boy. I'm sorry. Broth, you hate broth. That's Flim Flam. This ain't no comedy show. Well, kind of it. I bought hot dogs. Love it. Love it. Love it. My favorite. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Didius. Welcome to the program, episode 30, I don't know, 108. Yeah. The award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. We welcome everybody into the program. Uh, as you saw from the uh, description, no guest today. Mm-hmm. Just a gang episode here in the middle of Subtoberfest, right? That's not why, though. I had a procedure. Just be full disclosure, I had a procedure on Friday that uh, uh, wasn't sure if this the show was going to happen. And full disclosure, should not have happened. <laughs> yesterday, you were very confident. Very that, confident. That it would be happening. We were very pleased uh, to hear that it was going well. Yeah. I was very confident. Uh, this is a Monday. Had it done on Friday. Um, um, felt better on Saturday and Sunday than I did. Uh, than I do today. So, mm, uh, so weird. Uh, on the drive-in, uh, it was by the. I, I, I was like, I called Danielle. I was like, oh, I made a huge mistake by, by, uh, by coming here today. And then as I uh, as I arrived, I believe that's what I announced to you guys as I ambled in, mm-hmm. uh, as I shuffled in like a, a cowboy mm-hmm. on the steel horse I ride. You know that Bon Jovi style. That's the second time Bon Jovi's come up in this room. That's weird. In the last twenty minutes, and that is not uncommon. Uh, uh, it's it's as common as it is unfortunate that is uh that's a lot of bon jovi talk for one room for this room especially for a a room full of guys who indifferent to negative feelings about bon jovi indifferent to negative i'm i think most of us are indifferent i think you hate him (laughs) i don't like him i don't like his voice the songs are fine uh are they fine or do they crap are they any crappier than any of the shit you like (laughs) <laughs> I'm yelling at myself. Yeah. Are they are they any crappier than any lover boy song you like? I think they if, can't be. If you were my age, you probably well, I don't know if this is true, but I think they hit me at an age where I was like, okay, yeah, I, I liked it for a while and I, I had a couple albums, maybe one album. Uh so if you had been 13 when Slippery When Wet came out, you might have liked them. I can't answer that and I refuse to answer it. But they but they were right in the heart of uh you know me at the record store and, and but you but you were old enough to have some perspective no dude again look at my album collection no but what i that, mean is like you had already heard lover boy and you had already heard 38 special and you had already heard bands that were doing things that bon jovi wasn't doing exactly the same thing but they were kind of they weren't they weren't innovating certainly they're all the same i, I hear what you're saying so you probably you were maybe at a more cynical age is my point where you were just like uh, like no like you guys i see what you're doing you're just trying to be another one of these bands and also they did have that that thing of like they looked like a metal band but they were not metal whatsoever they're not metal in any way shape or form they just they were just right in line with the the, the trend of hair metal but it's funny that you know, when I was a kid, Motley Crue seemed scary and dangerous. You know, like yeah. that, that's like that's something that's hard to grasp to, from today's like looking back on it now. But you know, uh, like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, 
and and Motley Crue like fell in with those guys where it was like this is actually scary. These guys are scary. I'm scared of them, and I'm scared of their music. But, and then Bon Jovi kind of looked like them. Let's remind ourselves: you were frightened of an album cover <laughs> and a yeah. coyote. Not even not, not an album cover. Just the song "Wild Boys" by Duran Duran. But also, didn't the Iron Maiden album cover frighten you? No, I liked their I liked their iconography. Actually, I that was when I was a little older. I actually had an Eddie poster. Oh, you did, even though I didn't like their music. I just thought it was cool looking. It is cool looking. Yeah, in the same way that you would buy like a Friday the Thirteenth or a, a Nightmare on Elm Street poster. I was like, this is cool. I wouldn't. I hear what you're getting <laughs> well, at, but I would. I was not trying do that. to. I was relating to Garen. Yeah, I got to bring him into the conversation. Bring him yeah. into the fold. Yeah. Um, what you just said made me think of something, and we'll go back to my procedure in a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, when you think about how ridiculous Bon Jovi looked mm-hmm. and Poison looked and all these bands looked, mm-hmm. everybody that is, um, you know, my let's call it 50 to 65. Mm-hmm. Let's call it that. Those are most of the people running their mouths about trans rights. Mm-hmm. They sure didn't mind when their heroes dressed like that. <laughs> yeah, they loved a twisted sister. You know what I mean? They sure, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how, how fucking dare you? Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. You, you I mean... Uh, you know, it's it's the, the Bob Seeker joke, you know, is it a uh, not joke, the lyric, is it a woman or a man? The same old cliche, is it a woman or a man? Mm-hmm. You, you were fine with your rock stars having long hair, but not, uh, yeah. you, you know, what bathroom they going into? I'm on medication. I think we understand my point. <laughs> <laughs> right? We, we get my point. I get your point. I, I cannot yes. articulate it properly. You cured it. Problem solved. Uh, well, I'm not suggesting I was solving any problems, Garen. What I'm saying is, these dumb white trash assholes that are mad at any com- community uh, were more than happy to watch people with eyeliner in 1987. But do you rem- You also remember at the time there were a lot of meatheads who were like, Ugh, "What does that guy think he's a girl?" Yeah, you know, like there were- certainly was that. And then there would be then they'd be like, "Oh, well, they bang chicks backstage." Okay, well then it's cool. It's cool. Like th- that was the bra- you know people would be like skeptical of david lee roth because of how he danced around stage and how he dressed and everything but then when they found out oh no he fucks groupies it's cool yes so like that that was somehow the saving grace of those bands because that is cool (laughs) i mean let's not deny that's cool i think it's cool to to look like David Lee Roth and bang lots of chicks. I do think that's cool. <laughs> I'm not, not going to um, change my opinion on that. I think there, that's, a, I think that's are, remarkable. I think it's are, remarkable. There are a lot of women that find him very, very sexy and attractive. Yeah. But I'm with you in that he does not, uh, he does not fit the pinup look that uh, we are uh, yeah. uh, uh, told it should be. Good sentence. It is weird. Like I, I was the exact age that girls in my class in middle school, they all thought Bon Jovi was hot. They all like that. That was their ideal. Some mm-hmm. of them liked George Michael. Some of them liked maybe someone else, Rob Lowe or something. But basically, Bon Jovi was like the he was the archetype of what but they bon were. Bon Jovi for. is Rob Lowe. Bon Jovi he is a good is looking guy. Beautiful. But when you see like you could barely see what he looked like through all the fucking hairspray and, and acid wash. So and head head wraps yeah. <laughs> and and literally like robes yeah. and yeah. and kimonos and uh, yeah. Just ridic- Him and Steven Tyler could probably they could they could put a whole Sotheby's collection together no of just scarves. A Sotheby haberdashery. <laughs> let's just have let's just have an auction of celebrity scarves from the eighties. Um, that's a thick catalog they're putting that's out. That's a thick catalog because Paul Stanley would get involved as well. Yep. He uh, he went very scarf heavy in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Kiss, by the way, got a good review. They were just up at uh, 
I, I don't I forget what it was called Slam Fest or some horseshit Sacramento. Uh, they got a good review. Whatever uh, reporter that went up there had apparently never seen music before. Did <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you didn't skip this time? Uh, that is that's the interesting thing about this review, Garen, is that uh, Paul Stanley still hits all the notes he's always been able to. It's like this reporter's done no research into the. <laughs> Uh, what's, act- what's actually happening? Possibility that Paul is lip syncing. Uh, when I saw him, I, I will maintain that he was not because it was not perfect. Right. Um, but uh, I, I would I would say that if uh, nine out of ten people tell you, "Hey, I think he's lip syncing," it, is it possible he's singing some songs and lip syncing other? Songs? I think so. That's yeah. that's that's what I think. It uh, could also be vary by the night. Like maybe he doesn't have it one day, so he has to do that. Oh, that's not a good point. Does. Hmm. That's a good Safety. point. Garen, mm-hmm. Garen has uh, done something he doesn't do on a regular basis. He's brought up a good point. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we welcome him doing that. That's unfair. These are grown men you treat like this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, I mean, that's, that's technically true. But honestly, we're, you're talking to a bunch of guys who, you know, watch children's entertainment. <laughs> I, uh, as I was uh, writing a, a message to a, a doctor is, uh, before we were recording, uh, I put my head for reasons to this second I don't understand. I put my headphones on to then pick up my phone and send a message to a right. doctor. Uh, you guys decided to talk about She-Hulk, and all I was thinking was like, why did I put my headphones on? <laughs> I was wondering why you did too, because we were talking in a pretty low tone in our microphones, so that you could just take your headphones out and not yeah, be bothered by I it. Made a, a, a huge. Uh, it, truth be told, I was so. Uh, doing such a poor job of, of, of um, conveying what I wanted to convey to the doctor mm-hmm. that um, I did not really hear anything you guys were saying. I heard uh, that you're a little behind on She-Hulk. You're caught up on She-Hulk. No, I'm not. A little behind on She-Hulk. A um, few, few episodes. Um, and, uh, and, that, and I was like, oh, shit, they're talking about She-Hulk. <laughs> and then, again, luckily, I was having such a tough time with, which, which I will be honest with you, no more than three sentences. Uh-huh. But you kind of want to get your you want to convey to a doctor what's happening because uh, you would just assume their attention span is sh- for shit. <laughs> and so you want to get to the, you want to get your point across right. in as little words as possible. At the same time, you want to convey, hey, this needs to be dealt with mm-hmm. uh, without saying those words yeah. of, hey, this needs to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, uh Nothing uh, for the listener. If anybody's, oh, what, what major? Obviously, if I'm here on a Monday and I had the procedure on Friday, it's not life changing or it's not uh, uh, life threatening, life threatening, yeah. uh, life altering, um, life uh, threatening. <laughs> uh, it was. You could, I think the listener deserves to know you had uh, penis enlargement surgery. That uh, you know what? For a moment of time, it was <laughs> technically true. At this moment. <laughs> moment of time, that was the case. Yeah. Um, I wish I could show you guys photographs of uh, of my <laughs> naked body, so you can see. But <laughs> well, we would have needed a before. Oh yeah, do you have some? I, I think you would take a pretty good. Uh, uh, you know what a body looks like. <laughs> the photographs what? I would I would show you. You wouldn't. Uh, you'd go. Oh, oh, oh. we know. Oh, we know what color skin is meant to be yes, on, you know, on, yes. on a white oh, man. Yes. Yeah, there's some bruising. I, I thought the, I thought the implication was that there was a size change. And, um, uh, yeah, I think you you'd also be able to tell. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, yeah. My guess is when I'm when I'm under, and this was general anesthesia, by the way, which of course I served under in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and we thank him for his services. We <laughs> I mean, do certainly here on Columbus Day. You served you you served under general anesthesia. I just want to say that sentence one more time so we get the whole thing, because uh, yeah, you were you were knocked out the whole time when you were in Vietnam. Are you on medication? <laughs> Thank you, Garen. I think, look, I'm assuming you were making that joke. What joke? 
The joke that you were under general anesthesia. No, I was doing the usual... Uh, and so that's why I wanted to say the sentence again, because it also has another meaning. It, of course it does. A meaning that isn't necessary at this time. Mm, that's not... The, ba the basis of the joke is that, that general, the word general has two meanings in this case. Right, but it has a very specific meaning. In if this you're, case if, it does. General can, anesthesia, yes. Got, got, that was my point. Everybody's friends. Um, <laughs> what was my point? Uh, oh, that I assume yeah. that when I am on the operating table, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a conversation. <laughs> it's got to be. A, 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 oh, look at this poor fella. Oh, oh, look, look what he's saddled with. I got to can, can imagine. We, can we do anything to help him? Right. Hey, since we're here. <laughs> as long as we're in here anyway. Right. <laughs> I mean, he might air conditioning. Uh, hey, let's turn off the air conditioning. Yeah, let's help him out in that regard. There's no reason this room needs to be this cold. <laughs> Um, maybe you should uh, next time if there hopefully there's no next time but if there is another situation like this maybe uh just to give him a little uh treat uh, tie a little pink bow around it <laughs> yeah give him a little something right so, so that when they pull the uh, they can find it hey, thing back what is that called the i want to say gurney but it's uh, <laughs> no <laughs> the gown the gown yeah the gown is there yeah. another way word for that gown gown oh, i bet there is though they but always I, say gown the gown goes on with the opening in the back that's what they always say hmm. yeah but it's a hospital gown it's a hospital gown but i i I mean, just like there's like aglet for the little thing on the end of a shoelace. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like there should be a specific word. A hospital gown, sometimes called a Johnny gown or Johnny. No, but it's a Johnny. Canada and New England. Yeah, we've never. No. Uh-uh. Maybe that's why I thought it was Gurney, though. Cause but, like... What's with the New England? Jimmy's on the fucking ice cream. <laughs> right? Johnny in the hospital room. Yeah, New, New England's its own friggin' weird ass. Like, they're, they're caught between the old english and the new american they just yeah. they can't decide so they just made up their own bullshit they got that old with an e at the end don't you they? want a frap was that frappuccino no that's a milkshake yeah see what i'm saying <laughs> it's uh Very no what the fuck is saying that <laughs> people in new england time in new england took me away only one i think only one person in this room would know who that is oh boy yeah it's you um, Sounds like a time in New England. Andy Williams or something took me away. Neil Sedaka. I'll, I'll play the artist. Okay, I'll play the artist and see if you guys. Back in the city, nothing to say. Is it a Christmas? You would never know I was sick. I'm not sick. I'm I'm in pain. Yeah, mm. it's two different things. Yeah. It's two different things. Pain <laughs> pain is temporary. Six. You're, you're always, you're always, you've always been sick of hey, that. Hey, man. you guys are sick, man. You guys are, <laughs> hey, you guys are sick. You guys are going right along. Hey, speaking of which, you guys see the video the clip of that uh, that uh, female comic, Ariel. Uh, I forget her last name, yeah. Uh, performing at uh, Uncle Vinny's in uh, New Jersey. Is it Ariel Elias? Something is, like is that her that. last name? Yeah, I think it is. She uh, She's doing stand-up comedy, Elliot, mm, okay. and she's... Um, uh, performing and for re no reason whatsoever, some Betty heckles and says accuses her of voting for Biden. Uh, not accused, yeah, accuses. Yeah. And she's like, "What? What? What are you talking about?" And then uh, she goes, "Well, I know you voted for Biden based on your jokes." And she goes, "Well, I know you voted for Trump based on the fact you won't shut the fuck up." <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing this. Yeah. And then she kind of deals with it. And then and the crowd's on her side. We should make that clear. Crowd's on her side. Everyone cheers when she says the, the the Trump joke. And then seconds later, a full beer can goes flying past her head and hits the uh, wall oh, behind her. Yeah. Boy. Lands on the ground. She picks it up and chugs it. <laughs> and uh, then the, I, I believe the guy got arrested. He I did. He is, did get arrested. Yeah. Wow. That is uh, scary. That's not good. It's very scary. It's a crazy clip. And uh, but she seemed I don't know the woman, but she seemed very she seemed funny and composed. Yeah. And uh, and she even said in the midst of all that she was like uh she's like i guess it's my fault for 
uh, maybe this was oh, in, in the text or like I forget if she said it on stage or if it was like in the she typed some stuff out on, on top of the video. But uh, basically, like, you know, she was doing crowd work. So she was kind of like jokingly saying, like, I guess I brought this on myself by engaging with the crowd or, or asking a question or whatever. Yeah. But she then, goes, I, I, I it, it, right. I in fairness, I did ask a question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or did open, but the she wasn't being political at all. Like the 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 politics shit came out of nowhere. Yeah, so some guy even in the audience yelled out, "Like, uh, why are you making this political or something like yeah, that?" Like, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, well, where's that club? I, that's the part I didn't gather. It's Uncle Vinny's, and I believe it is in New Jersey. Okay, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, she follows us on Twitter. I've just been told. So that is uh, yeah. uh, good for her. Yeah. She, you know what? She knows. She knows what shows to be listening to. <laughs> she knows. Um, God, now, if, now I'm, now I'm going to feel horrible if she writes me and goes, I opened for you in Bloomington, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on medication, ma'am. <laughs> right? You're, and you're rattled. You just had a, a, a beer can fly past your head. But Jimmy Kimmel uh, tweeted it out mm-hmm. saying, uh, great stuff. And she responded, maybe I could do, make my late night debut on your show. And he wrote back, definitely. Uh, so let's see if that, in fact, does happen. Nice. Uh, I've never seen one comedian do well on that show, so <laughs> we wish her we wish her luck with that debut. I saw somebody uh, online say that, uh, it, it, like, in the wake of that story being told in the video of, of the can um, being thrown, somebody was like, "Hey, I was uh, saw. I think it was in the '80s, might have been in the early '90s, but you know, back in the day, they saw Gary Shandling perform with Kevin Nealon opening, as that they performed together a lot, I think, and." Um, I think the Kevin Nealon opened, obviously, and, and he crushed, and then Shanling destroyed. And then right at the end, like, I think the show was kind of over, and Shanling was saying goodnight, and someone threw a beer can at them, and uh, or at him, and it kind of skittered on. Oh, no, man, I have, see, here's the weird part. Shanling was, like, into taking pictures or something, so he had, like, a camera. So I don't know if it was, like, he had already finished the show, and then he came back out to take a picture of the crowd or something with the camera. Anyway, uh, he... <laughs> Like the can didn't reach them really. It kind of just hit the stage and just skittered along. And so he was like, uh, "Hey, Kevin, uh, lie down on the stage and 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 lie, lie down with your head next to the can." Because I assume they were that's what they were trying to hit. And so he like <laughs> he like took a picture of him with the can next to his head, like, "Oh!" And then he was like, "All right, now you take a picture of me because maybe they were aiming for me. I don't know which who, which one they wanted to hit." And so they did this whole little bit with the can and everything. I was like, "Oh, that's a fun story of another violent incident that was." <laughs> turned into something uh, comedic it's crazy it's why does it you know, the time fairbanks and i got oh sorry are you are you watching a, <laughs> I, was try, I was trying to, I, I wanted to i wanted to see the, the, the moment oh, of oh the that's the video i i, yeah. I it literally sounded like a uh, like a city council meeting like <laughs> i honestly thought it was like someone in the hallway with a bullhorn like okay guys well, we need to get out everyone needs to evacuate the building right now it was very rude we, of me and i apologize we've taken enough to, we've taken enough, enough of your shit never not funny you please pack your things and go ast records you can stay we are asking the podcast to leave the facilities yeah. um the uh but i believe it was jake tapper of all people who tweeted it out as well oh. uh i believe it was him who said something like these are the times no, he didn't say this, these are the times we live in or mm-hmm. uh but it's true like it is like as, as comedians it, it, this is a really fucking weird time man yeah the you know that for humans it's a weird time to begin with and then for comedians and then throw <laughs> it's, it's so very you're supposed strange. to be on stage yeah you know being a free speech to you know whatever and and maybe offend some people that's the point of comedy in right. a way and now you have the you it, know emboldened assholes emboldened assholes yeah but 
if this you know this guy got arrested let's hope that continues to happen right and then every story that happens like this oh 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 i do this you, i get arrested yeah, do not act that way that is not how don't you act, act that way i feel uh, like maybe don't serve cans of beer <laughs> it's not a bad point cans seems uh although they they do bottles though i feel like I feel like people's minds stop at the point of throwing a bottle in most cases because they know it will shatter and can actually do damage. Yeah. But they think that a can, well, it's not going to hurt. It's just a can. I think that mentality. Well, that's, yeah. That's a crazy mentality. It <laughs> is, a it a is. full can is obviously going to hurt. It's, I, but I get what your point. Yeah, get the gr- broken glass is a different level of damage. Yeah, it feels like you could cut. Someone could cut. Would, yeah. No, there's a limit. I right. Guess. Although these people are. Ah, forget it. And listen, <laughs> but make no mistake, these are Bon Jovi fans. Oh, come on, Jimmy. We brought, you deny that? In Jersey, throwing beer cans? Well, you think it was Tommy, who worked, used to work in the docks? Yes, he's having a tough go of it. Yeah. Union's been on strike. He's down on his You life. think they're still on strike? Yeah, it's been a long strike. It's been a long time. Yeah, I hope at, that union at, had their... At uh, some point, that's your new job. Your new job is picketer. <laughs> uh, all right, here's this song. Who is it? Buzz in when you think you know it. Buzzin', say your name. Your name is your buzzin'. Completely forgot about the song. <laughs> well, now it sounds like sailing by. Yeah, it does. S- sticks. You mean come sail away? Oh, come sail away. That's what I mean. Yeah. What's sailing? All oh, right, here, here the, comes the voice. Christopher Cross. Neil Diamond? Is that no. Your, is no, that, no, no, no. Is that your name? I said buzzin' with your name. <laughs> Elliot. Oh, yes, Elliot. So. No, you, no, no. You had your guess. You don't get the buzz in and then and then stall and for time. Diddle no, also, we're trying to hear it. <laughs> it's the other guy though. It's I write the songs guy. Because I thought it was Neil Diamond, but now I realize it's not. Uh, I have a feeling it's not. It's like a guy we know as an actor or something. I can imagine a Muppet singing this song. <laughs> no, it's it's what's his name? I can't. Oh, he's right. Oh, oh it's Neil Diamond? No. No, no. no it's, 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 oh, it's Barry Manilow. It's Barry Manilow. There we go. I don't know why I couldn't But I don't Barry think Manilow. I was singing that song. I don't think I don't that's think the song I... <laughs> that doesn't sound familiar, but... Time in New England took me away. Wait, is that the, is that the next verse? I like this, though. It's, it's a... You know what? It's a, it's a nice rainy day afternoon yeah. Yeah. song. Yeah. I think I want to go for a walk. <laughs> go ahead, Garen. Yeah, go ahead, Garen. Take a walk. I want to hear the song. I you know what? Song. <laughs> yeah, beat it. Take a walk, buddy. <laughs> All right, now, is this the line? Yeah, here it comes. Oh, thank God I wasn't going crazy. You're on medication, Jimmy. That's, that's the line. That's the yeah. line I sang. Is that from a movie? What? Is that from a movie? Was that a sentence? <laughs> that's a movie? I think I just grunted. Oh, the movie? <laughs> it sounded like you said, was that on Louie? Yeah, like, that's what I thought you said. Uh, I was second of that show. Um, that is called Weekend in New England. Uh, Weekend, Weekend in New England. Uh, that's by Barry Manilow. It's right on this great The Ultimate Manilow. Does he mention having a frap? Uh, th- that does not mention. Uh, uh, frap is not mentioned, although Jimmy's and Johnny's are. The mm. Johnny Gown. <laughs> Jimmy's um, and Johnny's. I believe Reba McIntyre also has a uh, who's ever whoever, whoever's in New England's done with you or something. Whoever's in New England is is there with you. Whoever's in New England's there with. You. No, I think it's, I was just singing that a second ago in my head when you were talking about it. Yeah, that Reba had it. Reba's back on tour, by the way. She's bringing Terry Clark out on tour with her. So uh, who's that? Uh, she's another country artist. Larry Clark is it? Uh, Terry. Oh, Terry. <laughs> Terry Clark. She had one great song. Terry Clark. 
Larry Clark, uh, of course, uh, the comedian who loves fraps because he's from Boston. <laughs> uh, oh, he loves fraps. Loves his jimmies on his ice cream. Uh, the uh, yeah, Reba, they're do, boy, they're doing a big advertising. Uh, hmm. uh, billboards all over town. But it's not here. It's some offshoot arena somewhere that's I've never even heard of. Where's she at? It's like not Bakersfield, but something. She's like not that. doing the Staples Center. Mm-mm. Where's she out in Ontario? Maybe. That sounds right. I mean, that makes more sense. Oh, Although she could... Wait, no, she's coming to Hollywood Bowl. Of course she oh, is, Garen. Wow. I'm in. I'm going to go on the corner and get to the money to do that. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> First of all, I don't know what you're charging, <laughs> but I'm in on this. Uh, she is one of the... I've all, you know, I've met many a musician in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was one of the nicest. She was... And it was like... When I worked for MCA, they're like, you know, whenever you cover the, the country artists, they're the nicest of all the artists. Mm-hmm. And... That, that that holds true for all of them but mm-hmm. reba maybe was the nicest i ever met That's nice great. woman so when she got her success i was very happy for her and she deserved it and i reminded her so remember the time we met backstage at the holiday star theater i was with uh, jennifer one and she said yeah i always thought it was weird that you referred to her as jennifer one I said, yeah no <laughs> even uh, then you oh, said it only i knew a second <laughs> or third were coming um she was very nice did we, uh, uh, i forgot there was a third i the third i know uh, uh, the third, you know, yeah, yeah, because she's out here. Uh, that is correct. She is. Uh, she is. Uh, she lives locally, but you know, she thinks totally globally. Um, who was the opening act when I saw Reba McIntyre? Who was the opening act? And I did not know this gentleman at the time. So somebody who you personally know? Yes. Wait. Oh, you know him as you're. You're friendly with this person now, uh, or you just know who they are? Very good friends. Oh, Ellis um, Paul. Very good friends. No, no, sir. Wait, uh, what year was it? 88. Gosh, I'm having trouble with names, but is it is it that fellow who um who did the podcast on one year? Young Colin fellow? Hay? No, 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 the young young, young guy. Uh, I keep wanting to say Davos, it's not it. The young guy. Not Vance. No. The, the, young, the younger fellow. He's got a band and so maybe it's his last name. Dawes? Oh, Dawes? Dawes. No, this was 88. Would have been a, oh, would, have been, would have been 4 years old. <laughs> I apologize. I, uh, Taylor Goldsmith? I'm a guitar player at four. <laughs> you know what? He's got the tunes in him. Uh, he's a comedian. Comedian. You're never going to get it. Mike Toomey. Oh, wow. Mike Toomey was the opening act. Huh. And, uh, uh, Here's I, what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop looking at my phone while the show's going. <laughs> and that will idea. help me know what's happening. Yeah, I think that's smart. Well, it's not going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> certainly not going to hurt. I yeah. can tell you that. That's your medication, man. <laughs> you, need to, you need to go cold turkey on that phone. Uh, a couple of things, by the way, we need to address. Uh, first of all, I mentioned earlier, it is Subtoberfest. Yeah. Um, now's the time to get in on uh, uh, the platinum level. If you have not done so, we yeah. are trying to fill that pumpkin. Uh, and I, I did a whole sweep of the out-of-town scoreboard on the platinum episode. Uh, but that is another uh, thing to know, that if you're part of the platinum, you have an opportunity to be part of the Never Not Funny Fantasy Baseball League, mm-hmm. and uh, to which uh, Kevin Belenkoff uh, won. Uh, Paula Obanezzo came in second. I came in third. But it gives you an opportunity to put your name into the kitty for that, so you yeah. can be part of that if you're part of the platinum. Uh, so that's great fun. And um, There's a little pumpkin controversy before you got here. Oh! I uh, I was very excited to see that the pumpkin was uh, over twenty percent. Yeah, but then on you, my phone, on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, I was. These guys told me not quite there yet. Yeah, somebody else had that realization at their house today, <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh, it. I don't know. Why does that happen? I don't know. So I'm not sure either. Because even if you if you if you expand the pumpkin on your phone, if you zoom it in, it, it still, still looks, looks like, like there's twenty percent. Yeah, yeah, something's up. 
All right. Well, that may be a, uh, a design flaw. I confirmed in the uh, in the back in the back end, you know, in the administration area mm-hmm. that it's that is, it, we are not at twenty percent yet. So uh, I, I I don't know if there's any. I don't know if it's worth talking to anybody about. I don't think quite it is. frankly. <laughs> I don't think it's important. No, I just I, think, I think it's interesting. Yeah. But I also think by the time this episode comes out, it, we probably will be over twenty. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this and it's Wednesday night or Thursday or Friday, go look at the pumpkin, see if we're over twenty percent, and if we're not. Get a, get in there. Let's go. Maybe gift a, if you if you already have a subscription, gift one to somebody else. Or if you if you've been thinking about bumping up, uh, getting an extra episode every week and Now's video of all these episodes yeah. and bonus stuff. We have a great bonus coming out that we've already recorded for October that is not out yet, and uh, I'm, I'm very excited for you guys here because it was a really fun episode. Was I here for it? You were okay. <laughs> you, again, uh, we took we covered this last week. You uh, you have been at every recording. I've been at all of them. Huh? Yeah, I think the I think what we decided. Uh, and I think you were the you were the driving force of this decision. Is if you're not here, we are not doing the show. <laughs> Am I the driving force on that? <laughs> I mean, I think we all agreed with it. Here's the here's the truth. You, the three of you behind my back, could say, you "Guys, you want to just meet Wednesday at noon?" <laughs> and you can come in here and you can release the episode. That's and, the thing. And I, I don't think I would ever know about. You're it. not involved in the the release of the the the, the, the production or the post production or the distribution of it at all so you're right we could be doing a whole other show mm-hmm. <laughs> that people are hearing that you don't know about but that's not happening no i would see our numbers start to fall off <laughs> I, I would say something's up yeah sure and then i would go to the feed and go oh this is what's happening what you do have is you have an email that people can send you like fan club at jimmyparto.com goes right to you so if someone inevitably people would be like, what the fuck is up with these three assholes putting out a show without you in it? Yeah. It's called the Jimmy Pardo podcast. I'm sorry. And my, my gut would be, sir or madam, you don't understand comedy. Uh, I am there. And then I, I, cause I wouldn't know what they were talking about. Right. I go, okay, th- thank you. I, I, I guess I wasn't funny this episode. Good try. I don't know. I wouldn't understand their email. Or they'd be like, yeah, I understand. I wasn't hundred percent present. I'm on medication. I've had a yeah. procedure. So, um, but what we, what, the, the other thing uh, that we brought up, I, 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 I'm not ignoring what you just said, as much as I just want to remember a, a, a train of thought here, uh, as I'm literally muttering around like I'm Floyd <laughs> on Andy Griffith. Um, if we get to 50%. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, yes. We have not announced this This has free not feed been yet. announced on the free feed. If yeah. we get to 50%, we are changing the number of 70% to 69%. <laughs> and if that isn't... <laughs> incentive enough <laughs> this is the big stuff people i mean that's huge that's huge we guys. haven't we haven't mentioned the other thing that's the main thing that we're aiming for right now but you also get a pin if you uh if you are a new subscriber yeah. in the month of october or if you gift a subscription in the month of october to a new subscriber uh to a new subscriber you get a, a really nice enamel pin of our logo in autumn colors ha- halloween colors and you get all the content that comes with being a platinum subscriber. But the main thing is let's get to 50 on this pumpkin so that the the next line up is 70. That goes to 69. And then if we get to 69, mm-hmm. we are actually now going to double our donation to Smile Train at 69%. That's not, right. Not wait till 100. Yeah. So, so it's exciting. Up top. So two, two, up top my pumpkin. $2 for every subscriber we we get in October, new subscriber in October, uh, will go to Smile Train if we get to 69%. Let's go. Let's quit fucking around here. I'm sick of this shit. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do this thing. Right? I've just been told we're not at 20%. My phone has been lying to me. Maybe by the time we're done with this episode, we will be, but I can't find out on my phone because it will lie to me. <laughs> yeah. Would it lie to you? Garen could check it. Hey, this is funny. Speaking of uh, 80s music. I heard that music. this weekend on the radio. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I changed it. I'm not, not a fan. Uh, you don't like that song, huh? I like a, your rhythmics, but that one, 
it's not eurythmics-y. Interesting. That's one that I like very much. It's fine, but I don't care for it, to hear it ever again. Mm. <laughs> it's like not bad, but you know what I mean? Like with the horns and everything, it's it's very it's very not what they did mostly. Yeah. I like the weird like you know like the you know sweet dreams are made of these like if super like give sort, me a second one that you like. Um, what was the other hit from that album? I was born an original. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's years later. Oh, was it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't the to me. They were all from one album because I don't, I don't, uh, I just heard them on the radio. So they, um, wait, oh. what song did you say? You don't, you don't need to hear again. Would I lie mm-hmm. to you? That's one I like. I think that's my oh. favorite because it's more conventional. This is why I'd, I'm, I, I'm not against it. It's just when I go to the Eurythmics, I'm like, give me something weirdly like futuristic sounding mm-hmm. and, and like sort of avant-garde, which is bizarre because you don't like to be frightened by your music. It's true. And they were a little frightening. Uh, well, that lady looked like she wore a suit like a man and had orange hair. I didn't know what to make of her. Right. These are the people. <laughs> There's actually, I just Googled that song. You know how it has the uh, people also ask section? Yes. Google. <clears throat> Is Eurythmics a boy or girl? Okay. <laughs> they don't even bother finding out the woman's name. No. I guess <laughs> if they found Eurythmics. out her name, they would probably figure out that she was a woman. Um... Oh, she's a redhead, as is Reba, and Reba's back on tour. Uh, oh, what, what if I secretly was getting paid money to advertise Reba's tour? <laughs> and, I, and I try to Are wedge you on it the street into. Team? I try, I'm on the street team. I try to wedge it in every conversation. Yes, Karen, you got, you got an update? You were right. It's whoever's in New England is through with you because she's saying he can come home. Yeah. And he's done with his whore. Uh, <laughs> Acrisure Arena is where the other place she's playing, which I've never heard of. I guess it's new. It's in Palm Springs. Thousand Palms? Thousand Palms. Palms is the place. Yeah, that's on. It's on the way to Palm Springs, right? Um, well, Twenty Nine Palms is on the other side. I don't know where a Thousand Palms. is. I might be thinking of Twenty Nine Palms. That's yeah. on the other side of the springs. Yeah, it's on the other side of uh, Joshua Tree. Hmm. Because I had to, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. I went to Coachella once, that was the only place. Because we went in the last minute, it was the only place that had a hotel that we could stay at. Inconvenient. I feel Very. Like I should share some of those palms. Twenty Nine needs a few more. Thousand seems like too many. Yeah. yeah. Get, maybe maybe take a couple hundred from thousand and give them to twenty nine. You're being very nice. <laughs> I like the fact that he's being very nice because if I were Elliot, I would have taken my headphones off and literally come over there and started murdering you <laughs> for making fun of him for his joke earlier, the general anesthesia joke. <laughs> that at least had some legs to it. You couldn't feel the legs because you're under anesthesia. Roots. Yeah. Your head you had no roots. <laughs> Your palms had no roots. Mm, um it's gonna fall over. The um, uh, here's what I heard on the drive in today. So okay. they're doing the countdown, the uh, 1985. Oh, great. The um, and they were um, the number two song down from number one of last week after three weeks at number one. Oh, wait, let me guess. Okay, 1985 this week. In 85. 85. Is it a band? Yeah, it's a band. <laughs> it's a band. Um, I'm, I'm going to give up the charade because here's the thing. I also heard this, but now I can't remember it. That I was going to try to be like out of blue. It would be so amazing if I just named it. And you still can't do it? Because I, because I heard it and I heard Alan Hunter's lead up to it. Nope. You did not hear Alan Hunter's lead up to oh, it, which well, is the beauty of this story. Oh, okay. So then maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I heard something else. So here's what happens. Okay. So Mark Goodman's giving the lead up. Oh, so I'm sorry. I just had the wrong guy. And so I knew it was a dude's voice. He's giving the lead up and he's talking about how... Um, the, the song is Money for Nothing by right. Dire Straits. And he's given the lead up of it, and it, where he says, 
you know, I have to be honest, when this song came out, it hurt my feelings because yeah. I thought we were doing cool stuff on MTV. <laughs> yeah. And this guy, I didn't like to hear songs that made fun of us and so on. So right. he does that. Then the song plays. Then Alan Hunter comes on and, you know, they, they record at their own homes. Right. He goes, uh, he goes, that's a, uh, down from number one at number two. That's Dire Straits with Money for Nothing, a song that uh, Martha, Mark... Nina and myself all love. <laughs> <laughs> because it mentioned MTV. Yeah, that's yeah like, they're not even listening to each you, other. You, you, your, your man just said it hurt his feelings. And nobody's overseeing this project right. of like, who says what on these fucking breaks? No, apparently not. <laughs> this they, is a robot that assembles it. Now, and I, I tell you who they're mad. They're mad at Mark for editorializing. Hey, Mark, just yeah. stick with the script right, and just right. count it down. But that's, you made it Alan I like that story because it was an interesting perspective to be like yeah that it felt like they were making fun of mtv and they were yeah and but at the same time i always found it re- re- because people loved like uh yeah oh it's a great man they're, they're they're really letting mtv have it yeah with a video that's played three thousand times a day yeah. that got them to number one so i can tell you at, who at, won at 11 years old i had no awareness they were making fun of mtv i thought they were really advertising mtv it is um uh, it's up for debate, isn't it? I mean, it seems like they're more making fun of the guitarist getting the opportunity to be on television, right? Yeah, the band that's just chasing the like the ephemeral success of a video star. Yeah. Like, that seemed to be the target of their parody or their satire. Or but whatever. that's where music's going, man, and these guys are taking them down. But, I mean, th- but then, I heard, then I heard the story, the other part of the story that uh, Mark Goodman told, which I, I guess I never really thought about or focused on either, or I guess I hadn't heard this anecdote, but apparently Mark Knopfler was in an electronics store and there was just like a big wall of televisions and they were all tuned to MTV. And there was like literally a construction worker standing there. And the guy was just kind of like ranting about. I bet you're going, that ain't music. Yeah, he's like, look, he basically. So Mark Knopfler was basically just like keeping, like making note of all the crazy things this guy, not crazy, but all the ramblings of this random dude watching MTV going like, look at him. Look at these guys. They got their, their women. They got, you know, he's just like mad, at, mad your, about it. Your get on your MTV. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't working. That ain't working. And this so, is working. So that was actually the point of the song was just yeah. like, this is uh, this is what a working man thinks of, of us. I, I kind of like I think I kind of got that because I well, the I, video kind of makes that clear, too, because there's like a, a, a guys moving refrigerators and we got to move these refrigerators. Yeah. We got to move these color TVs, yeah. whereas they they're sitting around by the pool. They're playing guitar. They're on MTV. They yeah. get they get chicks and they don't even have to have like uh, they don't have to work for it. That's right. right. Money for nothing. Chicks for free. Yeah. Money for nothing. Get your chicks for free. Because Music is nothing. I want to know how many of the lines in that song this guy actually said because that guy might he maybe he should have gotten a, roll, he a, got a couple of bucks yeah he should have got as much as Sting did no kidding all Sting did was just repeat the catchphrase of the of right. MTV I want my, I want my. song to uh, what song Elliot what what police song oh, is that gosh. song to um, don't stand so close to me I yep. think. yeah you're exactly yeah. that's right. another thing I never realized I know both yep. of the songs but it I, it never occurred to me that that was the same melody yeah because it kind of just sounds like. I don't know. I just associate that so much with Money for Nothing and because MTV itself ended up using that snippet oh, yeah. in their promotional stuff of course they did. so much that it just became associated with that in my mind. Poor Mark. He had his feelings. Right. <laughs> uh, Mark said uh, he wrote the song while he was in the store. He said, I borrowed a piece, bit of paper, started to write the song down in the store. I wanted to use a lot of the language that the real guy actually used when I heard him because it was more real. So he basically did mm-hmm. that. So... 
I, I, I'm waiting for the moment when he comes out and says, yeah, so when you hear the F slur in that song, that's just that guy. I, I'm not saying that. I don't, I don't use that word. This is what he said. I'm just a reporter. You know what? Good call. He, he's got an out. He can separate yeah. himself. Yeah. Um, what's our excuse for those 10 years? We, <laughs> we were also quoting that guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that one guy. That I mean, look, it's, it's not an excuse whatsoever, but I will say we grew up listening to radio where that song would be played with no people would have didn't bat an eye at it. It was just like so normal. Sickening. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. when you think back on it. it 100%. It's also they still play it. I didn't actually hear that part of the song on the broadcast, but I assume they didn't. They don't bleep it. I wonder. Maybe. They don't. I think they do on certain stations, oh, do they? but maybe not on Sirius XM. I want to say huh. that I've seen the music video where they've... And they drop it out? Yeah. Interesting. On a, on a broadcast interesting. of some sort. I'd be interesting to find out when that changed, because I can tell you, pretty recently I've heard it on the radio without it being censored. Yeah. Not like I'm saying recently in the sense of like within the last five years. I like, listen to that song at least once a day. <laughs> and it's a great song. Just that little part of it. I do. I do love that song. It's a great song. It's a, I'll say this. It's a great song. I may never. to your point about your you rhythm. I don't it. ever need to hear it again. Yeah. But I do like it. And he was uh, there was a lot of anecdotes in the lead up to that song, because then he also mentioned that he was trying to emulate the guitar sound of who? You probably, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of anecdotes. Yeah, Mark was like, Mark went rogue. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to just empty my chamber on this one song. Yeah, uh, wait for it, Mark. You're going to do this countdown again next year. <laughs> yeah, or also next week. Or I guess they do 85 every, what, 10 weeks? You know, I don't know how that works. Because uh, it, it's kind of scattershot, right? It's not just in a row. Like, they don't go in a row because like next week could be 1980. Right. Which is always weird because 1980 still sounds like 1979. It right. does not feel like, like Dave, the 80s. Like Dave Holmes i'm gonna say famously said the 80s didn't start until 1983 <laughs> yeah he's not wrong about that musically musically yeah. and uh, yeah maybe 82 i might go along with 82 there's a couple of i'll fight him on this there, there i mean he he meant i think i'm sure he has a very specific uh touchstone for when he believes it started but i think there were sprinklings of things that then later you could go back and say like blondie maybe sounded a little like they they sounded like a band but they also had elements of the 80s sound early but then there was also still like you know, like songs that were absolutely like Kansas was still on the radio and like mm-hmm. things that were definitely 70s and sounding. stuff like and this is not a, an example, but something like Key Largo, you know, that's mm-hmm. Wind away in Key Largo. Yeah. Uh, which I, is that 79, maybe 78. But anyway, right. There, there's Christopher Cross was huge in 1980. You know why, guys? Because we didn't all stop when the no. fucking clock right. hit midnight and Different go, music. stop playing like that. Now start using keyboards. Yeah. Like it, people, it, obviously, people just evolution. Do their thing. It could have happened at 87. Key Largo was 82. It was Jesus Christ. Bertie Higgins? Yeah, Bertie Higgins. 82, huh? I would have said 79. I would have gone to my grave saying 79. Who was, who kind of was the influence then for the 80s sound? Who was the one that like kind of... Was it British? Someone British? I would imagine. Or was it Madonna? <laughs> Prince? I don't think it's one person, but I think it was like, I, I do think the the evolution of the synthesizer as an instrument had a big part in it because it opened the door for bands like Depeche Mode See, and that's New that's why Order I think 83 is too late. I think it's 82 because of bands like Soft Cell and... Yeah. Uh, yeah um, and uh, Human League. Right. Those were those were 82. Yeah. And, and as was uh, Bertie Higgins, Key Largo. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest time to me is like when both of those things were on the radio together. Yeah. Like some super 
like retrograde kind of soft rock was happening at the same time as this like insane like drum machine and keyboard yeah. only type music. I was working at a waitress and a <laughs> cocktail mom. Steal away and kill I go. He's looking at you, kid. Yeah, looking at you, kid. You're my obsession. That's song. Seems like mm-hmm. Phil Collins was a big part of it. They're, well, bl- they're blaming he, Phil Collins on this? He, he, he invented gated reverb on drums, which mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. like a, that's, that's the drum part of the 80s sound that people sort of point to. But apparently Huey Lewis in the News also independently did the same thing I, I think is what i've understood hmm. is that like they didn't they didn't hear phil collins go yeah let's do that they were also kind of messing around with how to record drums differently just gives it that crazy big sound well that's what they're looking for at those times you're looking for a bigger bass sound bigger sound bigger bigger drum sound <laughs> uh, take a break yeah that's, yeah that's a good idea take a take a two-hour nap and come back <laughs> yeah. uh, all right let's take a break we're gonna do a little tighter show today yeah and uh i think everybody is at home going yeah good call. <laughs> uh, no, home. people love the gay the, the gangs the, look if you're if you go not to not to flog the uh subtober but fest but we do a lot of gang episodes in the in the lettered episodes and we don't do it as much on the free episodes but uh, we have fun doing them, and uh, listeners seem to enjoy them a lot, too. Uh, if, if you enjoy just our tomfoolery. I'll say, if you're listening to the show for the guests, you're making a big mistake. This is not a guest-driven show. Well, they're, they're not going to hear you because they wouldn't, have tur- they wouldn't have pressed play on this one. You're, you're probably right. You're probably right. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's our nonsense. This, uh, is, this is destination listening. There's no question about it. <laughs> um, all right, we got Oliver's trivia question. Yep. Cool. That's something we got coming up. Yep. Um, and I kind of felt like there was a second thing, but maybe that's it. Oh, I completely. You know what? We'll do it. We'll talk about when we come back. Let's take a break. We'll talk about when we come back. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. <laughs> and Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. It's, like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify 
Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. 3108 is the episode number. We welcome you in. Um, is there an uh, update on that percentage on that pumpkin? We gotta, <laughs> I know there was gotta talk go to, of that. Got to go to Garen on that. Garen's got it over there on the uh, on the big screen. Um, what do we got, Garen? We got... Uh, is it just missing? Just just a bit outside that line. So 19%, huh? Hey, speaking of just a bit outside, the baseball over the weekend was phenomenal. The the uh, the wild card games were just outstanding. Um, all of them were great. The, the, the Mariners came back, and uh, they were down 8-1. to one. They won 10-9. to nine. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, my God. It was a, a great game. The... Um, uh, the Padres beat the Mets, which was, uh, you know, I was uh, rooting for the uh, Mets. My friend Steve is a big Mets fan, so mm-hmm. I was rooting for them. Plus, I like that Timmy trumpet. You know that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Got to root for Timmy. You know what? Why is why is uh, James Austin Jackson not talking about Timmy? Got to love Timmy trumpet? Got to love Timmy trumpet? <laughs> oh, he blows that horn. This, I think they finally realized, like, uh, we we can cool it on the Trump for a little bit. Like, I love him doing it, but I, I, get, I get the sense I understand. I even understand the perspective of people going, enough. He's not president. Like, yeah, but leave the, him alone. The guy's so good at it. I know. That's the that's that, the rub. It's uh, so funny. It's so funny. I, I I just rewatched his office one again the other day, <laughs> which is you know the office. We're talking office. <laughs> it's just great. It's just wonderful. It's it's nothing yeah. but fun and joy. What do you think of that SNL this week? Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I thought there was some funny stuff. Uh, Danielle said it is always well as always there was a couple of funny moments yeah. but for the most part it blew hmm. um, I thought a lot of it blew I, I, I was bummed by it it's interesting 
when the the host is just like someone who most people don't know who Donald or uh, not even Donald Gleason, it's his dad, <laughs> Brendan Gleason. Um, he's not a comedian per se. He's done comedy movies, but he's just a working actor kind yeah. of, and it's like an older guy. It's just interesting. I don't think he was bad, but it's it's like it's almost like they knew that this would not be an episode that a lot of people would watch. So they're just like, let's let the new people do stuff and like try to get everybody's, you know, mojo going a little bit. Uh, I think you're being very, very forgiving of them. I wasn't saying they were good. I was saying they let them do more stuff. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I actually thought he did a nice job uh, because again, he's a professional actor. So he was able to memorize all his lines. Uh, There are cast members that literally have two lines in a sketch that can't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, I'm perfect, so I can judge. <laughs> that's what we do here on the beat. Um, the um, what about Sarah Sherman doing a whole sketch with note cards because she had her eyes sealed shut? Did a great job. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it, that, uh, I like had her eyes like sealed shut. I like that sketch. I like that sketch too. I, I I don't know what payoff I wanted other than the one they gave me, but I wanted yeah. something. It was. I mean, it's. It wasn't like I wasn't dying over it, but I. I was like, yeah, that's funny. Uh, we got to see some of that uh, that other gentleman stand up during the news. We got to yeah, see him do he was, his. He was uh, good. Uh, yeah, we did that joke that uh, people have done since the dawn of time. Yeah, it's it's the classic. The Simpsons made fun of it, like white people drive like this, black people drive like this. In this case, it was Dominican people play baseball like this. <laughs> well, I was specifically doing the the announcer that when they speak oh yeah yeah they, yeah. they talk like this but then they go in Nicaragua. Like, that too yeah my god stand-ups have been doing that yeah. carlin in 57 did that trick. Right. like it's just so um but he i liked his energy dusty. I, I thought he uh i liked his energy it had some uh, oliver thought it had some sebastian energy to it hmm. yeah jesus what i just just kicked something what is that is that a cat <laughs> yeah better been a cat i don't kick kick cat. cats uh i like kit cats uh, anybody want a piece of my Kit Kat bar? Break me off. Happy to do it. Um, what would you think of Willow? Did you enjoy Willow? Um, I, I actually do kind of like Willow's music. Um, it was all right. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I like. I thought it was very organic. I think. I don't think it was. Stereo, I don't think it was staged at all. But her throwing the bottle down and putting a guitar through the fake TV. Yeah, it didn't seem staged. No, that, yeah, um, they actually, like, I heard that Lauren was really mad that she did that. Oh, like, I would imagine. It looks yeah, like you can't go she just was so caught. That she kicked over the mic stand yeah. in a way that looked very, very I, I heard natural. It's just like, it was like Elvis Costello. She's now banned from the show. And rightfully so. The way she kicked over that mic stand and then broke that television. Yeah. Um, that just looks so stagey and actory. Now um, well, she comes from, from we, uh, show business people. Um, we did not watch uh, Celebrity Jeopardy yet from last night. I haven't either. I don't know. And, uh, I don't even know who was on it. Do you know who's on it? I uh, some sport, some uh, athlete. Okay, and then two other people. Hmm. So that helps you. <laughs> nah. looking, looking forward to see him. Uh, so you'll uh, maybe a Constance Wu. Oh, yeah. that's not her name. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah, Constance Wu. Uh, some uh, athlete, and then somebody else. And uh, I'll watch that uh, this evening with my family. Okay. I assume, assuming I'm not sleeping. I may be sleeping. Quite frankly, I mm. might be asleep. Um, the um, uh, but I also uh, what I wanted to talk about uh, is uh, it's not a big conversation certainly. It's, uh, uh, congratulations, twenty two years married. Oh, thank you. You and your wife, twenty two no. years. That's uh, yeah. Seeing a young, seeing just a a child, <laughs> two children. Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, 
the question I have about where you guys got married is: Do you do you, do you know what the buffet hours are? <laughs> oh, is that on the sign in the it's background? On the side of the background. I, did, yeah. I don't. I, I assume you're talking about a picture that Elise posted on Facebook or something. Yeah, well, she posted you guys uh, outside of the. Uh, the Cobb's uh, Mill Inn. Uh, the Cobb's Mill Inn, Which yeah. no longer uh, no longer open, Oh, so that buffet is, uh, I can't... You cannot take advantage. It's too bad. They 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 were a victim of the pandemic. Oh, were they really? Yeah. it's It was a great place. Um, um, and, uh, yeah, I'm sad that we could... We can't go back there. This is going... I'm, I want to look it up, so this is going to be very awkward to ask you out loud. What is your wife's name? <laughs> <laughs> it's Elise with an I. Uh, there she is. And then, all right, so I'm going to look here, because I... Uh, I went there. There's the photograph of young Matt Belknap and the Sunday brunch is from 11 a to 3 PM. Yeah. So it's right there. That's, a good uh, that's the one right, right by the waterfalls. Mm-hmm. But look at you. You look, you know what you look like? You look like a, like a, like a soldier. You just came back from. <laughs> right. Cause I'm super skinny. And you also, you've got your, you know, you're high and tight Yeah. and you're, but look at you way too serious in this photograph. Let me see. You look happy in this one. And he uh, may happy you're married, huh? <laughs> but look how happy you are in this one. Look at that. Look how happy you are down at the bottom one. Yeah. Like Where happy? was I all serious? So. You're, you're there, right there. You, oh, you guys are doing actually your vows. doing our vows. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't think that was a time to joke. Well, it's your call. <laughs> it's your day. Yeah. Uh, then this is the one where you look like a soldier that just uh, you came you came back and you know you're you're getting married while you're on leave. Yeah, I'm like Michael Corleone. Because uh, you've got the suit where the, the it's probably a three button, mm-hmm. and so the, the top button's a little high up, mm-hmm. so it looks a little uh, military. Like a military. Yeah. yeah. That was the style of the day, Jimmy. Two, the year two thousand. You don't have to tell me that. Yeah, we celebrated our anniversary by going to see one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, you went to see uh, "Don't Worry, Darling." Yeah, that might be that might be hyperbole, but I'm going to quote your wife. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she wanted to see it because it's like it's getting a lot of people uh, are talking yeah. about it, and she's like, "I just got to know." She like she was like, "I I'm pretty sure it's not good." That seems like to be the the consensus, but she's like, "I just want to know how it's not good." And uh, it was not it was not bad in the way she expected it to be bad and, and kind of not bad the way I thought. Like everyone was talking about how Harry Styles is terrible in it. That's not the problem with the movie. Like, don't don't think that he's like sticking out like a sore thumb. Everybody's he, bad. He, no, I mean, Florence Pugh's good. She's a she's a really talented actor. But isn't he he's a, isn't he's good? Fine. He's fine. I think a lot of people this happens all the time when a pop star uh, takes on a, a an acting role. People. Uh, can't let go of the pop star persona that they have in their mind of mm-hmm. them. And so they're watching it going like, Oh, I don't believe him in this role. It's like, yeah, because you think he's that pop star, right? Like you can't let go of that. You want him to have those balloon pants of his on. And- right. But I don't, I don't pay attention to his pop career. So I'm just, I was just watching it going, man, I mean, he's, he's not like blowing the doors off the, the the theater with his performance but it's like whatever i think maybe there was also a weird thing of of people going like is he was he trying to do an american accent and then he failed and i no he's just doing he's just got a british accent at the very beginning i thought he was supposed to be american mm-hmm. in like the first scene and then it was gone and i was like oh okay so i was mistaken he's just british in the movie so i don't know where that issue is coming from maybe people were like well why is he british if everyone else is american who gives a fuck he's <laughs> british the the end like yeah it doesn't matter to the movie is this olivia wilde yeah she directed it mm-hmm. we're mad at her people are mad at her people yeah are mad at her right yeah people don't like that she has a life outside of a <laughs> public career as a filmmaker and uh maybe things didn't go great in her relationship with her former 
the father of her children or something. That's uh, Sudeikis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Their relationship ended, and then she. And they're they're very upset with her. I, I think they're upset with her because you know what? To your point, they think, and I'm not saying he's not. Yeah. They think Jason Sudeikis is Ted Lasso. Right. He's a nice guy. They think he's that. <laughs> and again, Ted Lasso is about a guy whose wife leaves him and he's all sad at the right. beginning of the show. And I think they've superimposed that onto the actual 100%. real life situation, which is like you're talking about two multimillionaire yeah. celebrities who are in a relationship and raising children. Like you don't know what the fuck their life is. It's, no, you don't. Mind your business. But anyway, I don't. And like, I'm not taking one side or the other. Right? I am taking a side. Okay. <laughs> So Sudeikis bad. I'm taking Beard's son. <laughs> That's a character's name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach Beard, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, uh, Garen pointed out before we, I was talking to, before we started. About, Garen Cockrell? Yeah, Garen Cockrell. Because I asked him if he had seen it. I was, I, it's fun to talk about a movie that you've seen with another person who's seen it. Oh, I understand. When the movie is not good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he hadn't, he has not seen it. But, but he was saying, like, clearly they used the celebrity of uh, of harry styles but also the the sort of tabloid drama of I, i'm not saying the people themselves i'm saying the studio used that as a marketing tool to make people want to see the movie and, right. it, and it worked because people were talking a lot about whatever happened with her getting getting together with harry styles on the set and apparently florence p wasn't happy about it or she didn't like that they were acting unprofessionally. Maybe like they were they were disappearing, you know, and showing up late to when the, ever the crew's ready to go. And where the fuck's Olivia? Where's Harry? We're ready to go. How beautiful is that fucking, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous. Just Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. Holy shit. Yeah. Come on, Garen. I'll, I'll be I'll be you. I'll, I'll be behind you in the corner. <laughs> four corners in a room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he brings up a good point. Yeah. He okay. a Where's the sign-up sheet? Unless <laughs> only four <laughs> slots. There's only four <laughs> slots. But what if we're uh, what if we're in a rotunda? Oh, the octagon. How big is oh. this? Oh, yeah. There's eight corners in that. Yeah. What if we're in that thing at the uh, at the uh, carnival where it goes really fast and the and the, and the floor drops out? <laughs> oh yeah, everyone's yeah. what's it called? The gravitron. Yeah. yeah. What if we're in that? You're, everyone's yeah. just stuck to the wall watching them fuck. Watching them fuck <laughs> as, as they lower the floor lowers and we're stuck <laughs> to the wall. Amazing. Oh, like crazy. We jizz and the jizz goes on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Then they don't have to worry about getting hit by it. it right. This is a perfect situation. That's a clean fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then you, but then you're, you're spinning. You don't get to really see anything. It's all a blur. But that's kind of yeah. But that's kind of that's what, good for them dude, too. That's good for everybody. Oh, but you know what? Then the center could start spinning in sync with the thing. So for a little while, they are they are rotating at the same speed as you, so you can see it. And then it goes the other way, and now you are you don't know what you're looking Holy at. Holy shit. <laughs> it's just a bunch of blurry bodies. You've also got the fears. First of all, you're trying to do the jerk while this is happening. Sure. You've got the fear that at any given moment, you're, it's going to slow down, and you're going to slide down that wall. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. good point. Holy shit. Yeah. This is the this do is you the think the, king of all jerks. The centrifugal <laughs> force of the spinning would, would give you more friction on the jerk? I don't know. I, I, I actually think it would be very difficult to do it. Because it, sli- it would be more physically yeah, have to, taxing to get your arm motion going Well, forward. there's that, but also it just slap against your stomach. Like, how do you get it out so that you can even mm. get in between your... your, your well, strong, it's not that long. strong. Okay, now you're being silly. <laughs> oh, I think it is that strong. Yeah, you can't. It's so strong you can't pull your own dick off your stomach? I mean, you can, it's hard to pull, bring your hands off the side if you left your hands on the side. Yeah. It, yeah, if you're like this, it's hard to pull it. Yeah. But, you, but you can do it. Yeah, but that, yeah, but that, that suggests that, right. that, so that first you, 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 you're first, right. Yeah, you got to get your arms up. You got to get your arms up. And then you, and and then then you, you got to bring it over into your hands. <laughs> and then you're just kind of it's like, yeah, it's it's probably mu- Wait, mu- what was much that again, like, Matt? It's like, 
Yeah, well, who are you, a penguin? It's like an Air Force pilot when he's hitting five Gs. He's like got to hold that stick and be sure he's still controlling it. Yeah, it's very similar to that. You're just you're in the same. You're in, you're on Top Gun at that point. Yeah, that's my uh, my father calling. You're Maverick. My father has a. Uh, uh, he manages the call when I'm recording yeah. every time. It's almost, I almost think he does it on purpose. Maybe you should <laughs> add him. Oh, so he doesn't have to talk to you? Yeah. Huh. I was oh. going to say, maybe like you can share a schedule, like, you know, like a share, share the, the, the Never Have Funny calendar with him. Um, Do you think he uses a calendar on his phone? Does I he think ha- he probably does. Uh, then, But I would have to explain what a podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he, he likes that playing games. He enjoys that. You're still doing the iPod? Yeah, doing the iPod. You still doing the iPod? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, my dad's great, very supportive. Uh, I'm not saying that flippantly. He truly is. He's look. He's he's on medication, guys. Um, Jimmy, not his father. Not my father. Uh, although it, it, at my father's age, maybe he is on some sort of medication. Probably should be. I think most guys in, at that age are. My uh, dad's on some. Uh, yeah, it's got to be on some some heart stuff. Uh, my dad just got COVID, by the way. Oh no! Yeah. Michael Belknap. Yeah, seemed like a mild case. But, Good. Yeah. So you got the uh, the boost? Yes. Yeah. I saw today only 4% of Americans have gotten this uh, latest booster. I think they're not doing a good job of, of advertising it. Or there, It was a whole thing on CNN this morning about the, um, which I, I love the direction CNN's going in, by the way, so I'm watching them more and more. <laughs> okay. Um, they, I don't uh, know what that joke means. Are they? What are they doing? Oh, they've, they've got a new guy over there who is uh, trying to not only just both sides everything, but just kind of become a softer Fox News. Yeah. A oh. kind of a Jesus. Um, hey, M- M- MSNBC does this. So maybe he sees an opening with like if if Fox News is going to be extreme and like sort of yes MAGA, then maybe he can they can squeeze into that like quote unquote sensible conservative zone. Yeah, but those people aren't watching eight hours of news a day. It's the reason why Fox News is, is successful is because only lunatics would watch that much news. And I'll say this about as a guy that was obsessed with MSNBC. Same deal. Yeah, you watch you watch it. You're in an echo chamber. Yeah. Um, but CNN is not trying to. They, in my opinion, they actually were the in between of the right. of the two of them. But yeah. now they are going towards okay, uh, the right. Anyhow, uh some doctor was on there today. It was not Dr. Fauci. Um, but another one was just basically saying that uh, we're just exhausted. We're t- mm-hmm. the, everybody's tired of this pandemic and they're tired of hearing about it. So your brain shuts off the second you hear it's time to get another one. And uh, I, yes, this is going to sound conspiracy, but I think it's also a little bit that they don't want to bring all of that up again this close to an election coming up in a month. So they're maybe not. You think so? Screaming it from the rooftops like they have been? Because I haven't seen a word. I don't think that's Just... overly conspiracy-ish. I, I think that's probably hmm. pretty close to, like, what, what? it doesn't serve any politician any good to, like, remind the public that there's this health crisis. I did, in a way, though, I, I think it could help the Democrats if they were to say, hey, remember back in 2020 when every uh, Republican told you it was a big, that this whole thing was a hoax and don't good? Uh, we got past it. Joe Biden helped us get past it. Get, yeah, get your vaccine true. and uh, let's go. I think, but that sounds like a mixed message to some people. Like, hey, we're past it, but get boosted. I think they want to project, hey, we're past it. Isn't it great? Like, you can live your life. Well, again. they they kind of are doing that. They uh, definitely I agree are. with that. And yeah. So, but uh, to this point, this gentleman's point this morning, we we get boosters all the time uh, of other vaccines. This, this, so you know what it occurred to me because my kids got their flu shots on Friday, and I I realized like. We don't call it the vaccine. We call it the flu shot. People should just call it get the COVID shot. It's just a shot. Just get your shots. Dude, 100%. 
everybody's like cool with that their whole lives. Like, yeah, you get your shots. You just do it. Right. I mean, some people don't, but <laughs> some people don't, but yeah, but they're, they're wackadoos or they can't do it because, it, you know, they, they're allergic to eggs or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's other reasons for it. Well, Jimmy, you've, you've said you're allergic to eggs. Uh, yeah, but I still get my flu shot and mm. uh, I, I never have a reaction to it, but I am allergic to eggs. So it's, it's time to admit you just don't like eggs. And no, that's fine. When I did a I did a thing. Uh, oh, you did. Uh, uh, although. One of my doctors is like, he literally dismissed, he goes, yeah, okay. He goes, he goes, you know, these things aren't really, uh, uh, I can't think, I don't have the word today. Help Valid? Uh, accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these things aren't all that accurate. Yeah, they can help you a little bit. So, yeah, if it says huh. that about eggs, just uh, take eggs out of your diet for a month and see how it affects your life. Hmm. Um, so, I've taken them out for uh, years. <laughs> Seems to. Uh, How's it going? <laughs> your health is great. So, obviously, something's yeah, healthy. weird. Never been healthier. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what you're lacking. You need to start eating eggs. I, the eggs and, uh, I haven't had chicken in about a month. That's uh, another one that. Um, Do you feel like chicken tonight? Like chicken tonight? Like chicken tonight? Um, it was another one. It uh, red flagged hmm. chicken. So, I was like, you know what? Which oh. one uh, Which one flagged first? <laughs> the chicken or the egg? Chicken or the egg? <laughs> Come on, man. That's good stuff. <laughs> that's good stuff. Um, what is the point? What we were talking about before my dad was calling your uh, father getting COVID. Yeah. No, that was after that was oh, that, right. That was in response to my father calling London calling forces. The clash mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't affect this at all. Nope. Um, all right. Well, happy anniversary. Oh, thanks. Uh, did you see Amsterdam? No, I've heard that's the worst movie of the year. Did you see Amsterdam? No, I haven't seen it. Did you see Amsterdam? If it's in a theater, I have not seen it. Um, Sounds like you did see Amsterdam. Do I think it's the worst movie of the year? I do. I believe it's David O. Russell's worst movie that I've seen. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Um, I've liked a lot of his movies, but apparently he's not a good guy. Yeah. So there's that factoring into it, too. This has been the conversation in my household because Zoe's a huge Taylor Swift fan, but also doesn't want to support a guy who may have molested his niece. Oh, geez. I did not know that. I didn't hear any of that. I did not know that. Yeah. I heard he, or I saw he just yelled it. What's her name? Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. That's oh, yeah, the that, I've seen. That was on the set of I Heart Huckabees. That, that's old news. Uh, and also, when they were shooting Three Kings, uh, apparently <laughs> George Clooney punched him in the face because he was being such an asshole yeah, to that crew. No. So that's not a good sign either. But like, it's great that George Clooney punched him, but it's it's not. Uh, but I do want to be clear, Gary. That's old news. I think the niece thing is apparently old news, too, although I never heard about I, it until I, this year. I didn't hear about it until this. Very, I, I was today years old when I heard this yeah. information. Um, boy, that's just about that. God, fuck. Feet this God. Yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't support this guy or. See no, I'm done. But, so what was since you didn't know that until now and saw Amsterdam. Not good. My initial response when we uh, was, um, uh, well, I liked it, but it was a mess. Hmm. And then the more we all talked about it, the more we all kind of were like, did we like this movie? (laughs) And so, uh, no. I feel like there's like a couple too many of that type of movie coming out. Like uh, that Babylon movie, the Damien Chazelle movie is coming out. It looks pretty good to me. Yeah, it looks great. I think it looks good. I, I... it may be good. It could also just be a big fucking jerk off session. Oh, sure. Like that's like, I can't tell the trail. It's just every year there has to be like some A-list director has to make some flashy movie where there's like always, you know, it's like fireworks behind a, a, a Bacchanal. You know, there's always just some woman dancing in feathers. Yes. Like, what, what, yes. what is this fucking, what is it though? It's what Babylon, is it? baby. It's Hollywood. <laughs> 
I love I love old Hollywood, but that to me it looks I I'm I'm bracing myself for it. If it is, if people say it's good, uh, great, I'll go see it. I don't, I don't tend to like that guy's movies though. You just went to see a movie that everybody said is horrible. I I was supporting my wife. That's what she wanted to do okay. for her anniversary. Okay. I wanted to see see how they run because you said it was good. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, and that's another one that kind of looks the same. But it isn't the same. But it, I get it mixed up with with Amsterdam because it's like got a flashy cast. I mean, not not as much of a flashy cast, but it's like period and mm-hmm. I don't know. Just dun, dun, Oliver dun, dun. used that uh, comparison in okay. that how how they got it right and this okay. one did not get it. So they are kind of similar. I'm not crazy. Yeah, they're both period pieces yeah. and with guys in fedoras. I mean, you know, and you, and it wouldn't be weird to hear dun, 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 that song. <laughs> uh, you can hear that in both. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. What I oh, talk about. Oh, this is a little before that, though, right? This is 19. I don't even know what that song is, but it seems like it comes is, up a lot. Is that in the mood? No, no, in the mood is. Yeah, these are all these jazz standards that the, uh, I don't know the names of. Big, big band standards. Yeah. Um, the great Benny Goodman mm. and the other fella whose name I can't pull at the moment. Who's the other one? Who's the uh, his contemporary? Um, Benny Goodman. Duke and, Ellington? Well, he, probably Duke Ellington, but I think... Uh, who's the, who's who's the, the one who does the, the, the Dave Clark? tiny bubbles? Not tiny bubbles. You think uh, Callaway? Lawrence Welk? Lawrence Welk is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. Uh, I thought Benny Goodman had a... Uh, 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 you go see the Benny Goodman and, and, and his big band, or you right. go see so-and-so and his big band. Mm. Maybe I'm... Uh, not Henry Mancini. That's, much, that's years later. Right? Is that years mm. later? Who gives a shit? Plus, <laughs> Henry Mancini didn't, didn't like do like Benny Goodman where he would like go out and do shows with his band. No, I don't think so. But there was, there was somebody who had like a trumpet band who was like Henry Mancini, but it's not that. But that's also not what you're talking about. I My dad know. had a lot of his albums, whoever I'm thinking of. Yeah. Who am I thinking of? Hmm. Hmm. Can we call your dad? <laughs> oh. No. No. Tommy Dorsey? Thank you. There. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Thank you. Or Glenn Miller. Is another Glenn one? Miller. Oh, yeah. Glenn Miller. You know who did In the Mood? The whole reason. <laughs> <laughs> the song we were just talking You know, you dumbasses. Who has Tijuana Brass? That's that, the one. That's Herb Alpert. That's yeah. the one my dad had a lot of albums of. Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Yeah. They also uh, started A&M Records. Oh. He's the A. In A&M. That's exactly And he right. was not... Uh, he was not from Tijuana, I found out. He's not, no. Yeah, this is a false advertising. I did a pilot with him, I told you about that. Uh, the Todd's, uh, Todd's Coma. Yeah, yeah. We did the uh, the stage show, and Herb Alpert was the... That's crazy. Was the, yeah. That's wow. Was the Was the what, though? He was the uh, played uh, Todd's doctor, and then oh. uh, but he would always carry around his trumpet, <laughs> and then finally was like, just admit you're Herb Alpert, and he uh-huh. would like pretend he wasn't Herb Alpert, and then... He was, he, is he known to be an actor of any kind? No. Okay, very good. To the second, I don't know why he was in it. <laughs> For that joke, apparently. It was Fred Willard, me, Todd, Herb Alpert. I forget who the girl was. And then some people I don't remember. That's that's I. That's a show I wish existed. I'm sorry that that didn't get picked up for, well, it did, for you and It everyone. did, but without me. Oh, it did. It got picked up. Uh, oh, wow, Adam Sandler's it? company did it. And um, it was on TV? Yeah. Because uh, then... Um, or wait, did it? Or am I conflating because there's an episode of fa- the Simmons Family Jewels where they're going to have a meeting with Todd and Adam because they, they're they going to do the theme song for Todd's Coma. Gene Simmons is. Holy shit. I don't oh, remember wow. that at all. Yeah, so there's some. I don't remember if Todd's Coma got made. 
I do remember I had an audition for the role of Jimmy Pardo. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. Karen, you probably look on IMDb and see if Todd's Coma actually has. There is a Todd's Coma 2005 TV movie. Maybe it was that, huh? Yeah, Todd it's, That's what it is. I just don't know where. And who is in it? I think Ben Stiller does make an appearance in it. I don't think that. Yeah, Ben Stiller, uh, Todd, obviously. Candace Azara, Amanda Beard, Blake Clark, Jennifer Elise Cox, Gene Simmons, mm-hmm. Casey Wilson. Oh, so, all right. So it was. Uh, but so, it was a movie, not a show. That's weird. Maybe they decided to make it a. It might have been on, like, was it on IFC or something? Where was it at? It doesn't even. It doesn't. That video that's on the you know, of the the gas station fight yes, that's yeah. from Todd's coma. Uh, right. Yeah, that I knew. That is. Uh, it's a very interesting that Ben Stiller ended up being very in. interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna say TBS Turner Broadcasting all production right. companies Happy Madison Sony Pictures and, to- and TBS. Ah, all right, there we go. Well, we wish them all luck. Um, the um, uh, there's a couple of scary looking movies coming out that I'm sure Garen Cock was very excited about. I the, cannot uh, believe how much horror. There is in the world. I mean, the world, the world itself is horrifying. It's a horror show, and yet somehow we still need show to business it. is like you know what'd be great for people now is to be scared shitless in the theaters. Yeah, it's they're like, scared in everyday life. Let's let them sit down and be. I don't visible. understand why is it popular when the world is the way. I it don't is. know. To, to the from our earlier conversation where it's clear that we overreacted to Ted Lasso and Shit's Creek. <laughs> right. Why is the movie world not... Why isn't there more feel-good stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, why aren't Great we all question. going to see Lyle Lyle Crocodile? <laughs> That's actually <laughs> something Elise jokingly said. Because she's like, I loved that book when I was a kid. Everybody that seemed to be going in and out of that movie theater seemed to be full of joy. Oh. I mean, uh, is it crazy to think that it could be like this year's Paddington? Paddington? Yeah, it is crazy. Because that doesn't happen that often. Yeah, I, I think... I think we, it, it looked terrible. Like I remember seeing the. Oh, but then the other thing, Elise was like, "I love that book as a kid, and it's got songs from Pasig and Paul." So, like, you got that going for it. And it you can see if uh, for people that don't know who that is, that's uh, who is that? They wrote uh, the music for The Greatest Showman and Dear mm-hmm. Evan Hansen, and, uh-huh. um, La La Land. So some good stuff and some uh, <laughs> some also not. Yeah. Uh, like any, they, like any musical actor, they're good songwriters. You might some of those things aren't good, but uh, you can't deny they can write a hook. Um, I like to deny it. <laughs> no, I like. The, are you a hook denier? I'm no, no. I like the uh, the showman. Yeah, showman's got some good hooks. Yep. Um, good job, Garen. Uh, <laughs> My pleasure. What? Uh, uh, what's the one, Garen? What's the one, the Exorcist one? It looks like a, the, oh, the, um, the devil and the prey, the prey, prey for the devil, or something. Prey for the devil. Did the you devil see? Either. Did you see that? Did they show you that trailer? No. Holy moly! If you're a horror movie fan, that thing looks uh, yeah. terrific. I like, I like possession movies. I know you do. So we'll see it. Obsession, uh, uh, possession. Right? You're, my possession. you're my possession. <laughs> my possession. What song am I thinking of? The Hollow Notes. Oh, I don't know. That's the of perception, but shut the shit. What is that? Mm-hmm. What is the name of that song? Hollow Notes. Trying to do a tighter show. Uh, <laughs> possession, obsession. It is possession. Yeah, possession, obsession. Oh, is that off, is that off Big Bam Boom? Um, what album? What album is that off of, Garen? Is it off Big Bam Boom? It is. Yes. Thank you, Roger. Can I? This is uh, this is something that. Does this ever happen to you where you like hear something and you're like, oh, that song sounds like something else, but I can't put my finger on it? Yes. <clears throat> so we've been watching How I Met Your Mother with the kids for 
months now. I, I can't remember when we started it, but it's a long, it's, a, you know, nine seasons. It's been going on a long time. So we've been watching a long time. And the end credit song is like an instrumental version of the opening credit song, but it's slightly different. So I don't even know what it is. The opening credit song is a real song, but uh, like it's out there. But if you if you listen to it, you won't hear the end credit song. The end credit song, I, I'm just going to have to play it for you because I want you to tell me if you could name, because I finally figured it out and it was like the most satisfying thing that's ever happened to me. Oh. Uh, but I hear. So it is or it sounds like. It, it sounds like this other song, and I couldn't put my finger on it for all of these months that we've been watching. Uh, so I'm just going to play the end of an episode of How I Met Your Mother, and uh, we'll just, like, you see. Because I, I think Jimmy... You think I have a chance? I, I, I don't know. Um, While you look that up, can I interrupt with this? Yeah. I mentioned earlier that I had to write a message to my doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fear that he's going to think I'm a moron. I'm going to have to look at my message. There's an Iron Maiden album by this name, and I fear this is what I wrote when I wrote "Peace of Mind." I think I wrote "Peace of Mind," like, like, like a piece of, as in a as in a piece of mind, like a slice of your mind, like a slice of my mind, as opposed to "Give me peace of mind," right? Which would be P A P E A C E, right? Of mind, I fear I wrote P I E C E. Jimmy, you're on a lot of medications. <laughs> and is there a chance that, you're, that you write the title of that album so many times that your autocorrect just assumed that's what you meant? No, I... I, I you could just say it's always oh, autocorrect. I'm sorry, guys. You know I'm a Maiden fan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't have to say anything. That's a, probably a very common mistake and not that big a deal. It's not like... Yeah, if but, your doctor's judging you for your grammar and spelling, I think you have to find a different doctor. Well, <laughs> uh, both could kind of work, though, right? I mean, it, uh, even if you're wrong... Uh, Piece it'll give mind. you a little piece of no it doesn't no. I tried to save myself but it doesn't work uh, Matt I'm going to hear this your song in a moment but I would like to just uh, let's confirm uh, let's confirm uh, oh you asshole <laughs> yeah you see god damn what a moron what an embarrassment now when I'm I, definitely not going to help this patient because what clearly you, they're not worth because they cannot choose the right version of peace well, what, what's going to and, and I I can't be the uh, the nut job that then goes Obviously, I meant peace. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was gonna say, oh. just send another email. And be like, oh, guys, I I apologize. Well, if it was, a, if it was a, meant to type P E A C, if it was a text, I would a hundred percent correct it because who cares? And that's yeah, the you way put I a little asterisk and write peace. Yeah, but or, an email is probably not worth the trouble. No, especially when it's an email through like this, you know, this uh, platform. Right. That uh, uh, my guess is on this platform that because it tells you how many messages that you have. My guess is most patients have anywhere between zero and 10. That's my guess. <laughs> Anybody want to guess? Anybody oh, want to guess how many Jimmy, messages? Jimmy Pardo? I have two. 87. Uh, uh, 32. Okay. It's like 23. Wait, are you guys doing to this one doctor or to all doctors? All doctors. Oh. Oh. Are they all on the same service? These guys, they're all on. Uh, I assume you meant like this is where you, yeah, exchange information with multiple doctors this is with multiple doctors so i'm yeah. saying i'm sticking stick with, with i'll stick with my number yeah what are your number these, are your, these well, are your numbers i also have to know when you started using the app i assume this has been in use for at least a year let's say two years but in reality a year so 80 i'm sticking with 87 um <laughs> yeah whatever 32 okay Garen, what was your guess? i'm gonna bump mine up to um 105 <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I, I mean, I, I had kind of considered that. 
Because if it's if it's if it's a year and then what was your two your years. first kiss was sixteen or something? No, twenty three. Twenty three. You bumped it up by eighty. <laughs> he just flipped. Well, mine. I didn't realize it was all your doctors and then all. all it's not all of them. It does not include the other to hospital. Uh, okay. The uh, on this page. Oh boy. You ready? Yeah. Showing fifty three of two hundred and fifty five. Oh God. Jesus Christ. So for that reason, I cannot write a second. <laughs> I can't follow up by going. Obviously, I meant P E A C. Yeah. There's no. Um, let it go i'm gonna i i hope that they read it and they just read it because they're busy and they'll read peace of mind and they won't think of it mm-hmm. uh or they'll go well Otter, this, uh, he's obviously a sharp guy autocorrect heard him here or or maybe if you're especially lucky they'll go good thing he didn't correct this one because maybe you've corrected another one in the past but not not for something so minor but I, like i think the, a, i think the, they, the the most yes. likely scenario is they're not even going to notice yeah, or they, or if they do they will not give a shit whatsoever well, i think it's that that's <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying i think it's that and if if i was to write it would be dude leave us the fuck alone <laughs> yeah which i'm guessing they all are thinking anyway right yeah. um all right here is the closing theme all right so i'm supposed to be i'm supposed to be guessing what's well, the, the premise here again i i, I was this, listening but my head was on peace of mind this <laughs> This this closing credit song of How I Met Your Mother, which is an instrumentalized version of the end of another song, pop song that they used as their opening credits theme. Yes. Sounds like another song. And I could not put my finger on and it you nailed for it? seven months until yesterday. I, okay. I realized it. And so this sounds like another. It, it is not this uh, that other song. No. It sounds like this other song. Yeah. And their main theme is a song no one's ever heard outside of their show. It's just some random band. Okay. That they pulled the last 20 seconds of a song. Here we go. Oh, you gotta be shitting me. Oh. Elvis Costello? It does, I was kind of going there, though. Boy, oh boy. I, yeah, I'm surprised. Elvis Costello isn't the answer because I mean, it definitely feels like the, that. The, yeah, the jangliness of it. I just mean the actual chord progression. Right. Well, it does sound a little bit like that, too. Uh, no. What? What? Give up the ghost here. What uh, What do you think it sounds like? I'm going to play it. Okay. You're going to know. Oh, Dream Time. Yeah. 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 Oh, Isn't that totally. crazy? 100%. It's different, but similar. It would have driven me nuts for seven months, just like you. Because every time it and starts I would playing, have a party. I would start, I started doing the, because the other, the, the actual thing in the show doesn't go, but I would do that right. as I sang along. I was like, why aren't they doing it? I was like, what am I thinking of? What the fuck is this? <laughs> and it finally hit you just recently. Just yesterday. Oh, good for you. And I, no better feeling in the world. And just... Somehow a calm comes yes. over you. Uh, Who is that? That's, that's Daryl Hall. That's Daryl Hall's oh, okay. first, uh, second solo album. From the album, Jimmy loves to say it and talk about it. Three Hearts and the Happy Ending Machine. Yeah. Because he and John and the... Uh, Machine. His lady, his lady friend? The lady, Sarah. Uh, breaking up. Three Hearts. The Happy Ending Machine. <laughs> At least that's the story I was told. I don't know if any of that's true. But he got together with, back together with John, obviously. Yeah. Not Sarah. Not that lady. Sarah. Smile. Sarah Allen, I believe is her name. Hmm. If I'm uh, not mistaken. You think she gets together with Sherry and 
they talk about. Hey, did you see that? Steve Perry released a TikTok over the weekend. Uh, no. Uh, where he um, is uh, in his studio, and he's got some Christmas lights up, and he's got some stuffed uh, Christmas uh, characters, and he said, these are my little helpers, and then he sings a song about maybe this time we'll leave, we'll get our hearts or something. Uh, maybe this year we'll get our hearts. I forget what he sings. Um, but he... Uh, uh, this has been happening for it's been a slow transition, uh, 100% gray. Uh, yeah. I believe he's 79 years old, mm-hmm. right? Is that what he is? 79? Yeah. Is that right? No, my father's no, 79. That's too old. That's too old. 70 years old? Probably. 70. Yeah, yeah 69. Up 73. Um, and he's, um, he's, he's look, he looks 73 mm-hmm. and it looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, the camera's way too close. <laughs> and, uh, but if you want, uh, you were talking about the internet and being angry about the things earlier with the uh, that movie. Yeah. Um, you, you go on a journey message board. They are. If this is another fucking Christmas album, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this shit. Don't listen to it. Then. then don't listen to it. Wow. Well, also, he's 73 years old. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. I'm sorry that he's not with Journey rocking anymore. That he apparently doesn't want to do that or he can't do it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, enjoy this or don't enjoy it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like he's making a Christmas album. I mean, if he's not, then that's a weird video. To it's put a out. weird video to put out if he, you know, because he put, he, he also put out a Christmas album last year oh. uh, called The Season. Well, then I'm done with this shit. Are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, yeah, man? I, it's, uh, I think two in a row is a lot uh, if that's what he's doing. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll buy it and listen to it and enjoy the season. I mean, maybe he's doing uh, maybe he's doing a duets thing. Maybe he'll do a duet Christmas oh. album. That would be a little bit fun, right? We would welcome that. Sure, yeah. we welcome. Uh, uh, although that take, you know what that does? That takes away from hearing Steve Perry's voice, and I don't know if I want that. Well, but, although I like that one with Kenny Loggins, I like that song. So wait, so Steve Perry's situation is he can still sing. He just can't hit those really high notes. Is that is that the, yes? That and theory? he, he kind of sings um, in a Perry Como Andy Williams way these okay. days. Yeah. He sings in a very. A relaxing way. <laughs> I, look, I like I, I like variety things. I like I like covers, especially when a band is unique and they're covering somebody else's in a different style, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's it's interesting to see performers sing together and, and do do fun stuff that way. I hear what you're saying. You want all all. Steve I want to hear. I want to hear Mr. Steve Perry's voice. Yeah. Um, hang on, I'm going to go very important. Oh, this is very bizarre. Mm. In that uh, when we talk about, we just got a text about Todd Glass. Oh, that's uh, it's very odd. not from Todd Glass. Not from Todd Glass, and it's not it, it, it's not even one of those. Well, our phones are listening. Somebody texted, "Hey, just to let you know, I was working with Todd." That's it. That's you know, what, it's, it's it's Josh Day. It's our friend Josh Day. Yeah. Um, and uh, but that's bizarre on the heels of talking bizarre. about Todd Glass to get a text about Todd Glass. Um, here's what happens at uh, when I go to the uh, one of my doctor's offices. Mm-hmm. They have music on. It's instrumental music where it sounds like to your point, like. Where it sounds like the the song, but it just misses. Yeah. Uh, but it's an obscure Robert Lamb solo song. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's like, it's not that. Yeah. But it's so close to that That's weird. that it's like it drives me nuts because it hmm. just misses. But if you're going to steal something, you might as well steal an obscure Robert Lamb solo song because yeah. no one's ever going to catch you. I don't think that, I don't think anybody's stealing anything here. I think it's okay. just a guy playing piano and they put it mm. on in the doctor's yeah. office. Yeah. Um, you know, it's probably Teichner and Ferrente or whatever those two dudes were. <laughs> what? what were those guys' names? Is it Teichner and Ferrente? Ferrente and Teicher? Never oh, Jesus. Them. They were two 
easy listening dudes. They might be women. I don't even know. Huh. Ferrante and Teicher. Ferrante and Teicher, Garen? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, you couldn't have picked two names that are harder to spell. Yeah, right? Right? I know. <laughs> but Ferrante and Teicher, yeah, they're... Uh, from the, he died. Arthur Ferrante died at 88. We lost Arthur, huh? 2009. Oh, Arthur One half Ferrante. of the piano duo Ferrante and Teicher, whose lush orchestral, orchestral is that word, recordings <laughs> of 1960s movie themes propelled them to whatever. Hmm. Dot, dot, dot. People would come in and buy their albums all the time, and they were n- just nothing. Like, <laughs> you, like you know, what I mean? it was just that. Just like you would be hearing. Yeah. Or you know. You know, for people who like lyrics, bass, drum, guitar is way too much for them to handle. Yeah. They're like, can you just I, I like the melody, but I cannot take the yeah. full band. It truly is Dennis office. It's yeah, truly that uh, Ferrante Ferrante and Teicher. Um how can I pull that, but I can't write the right piece in an email <laughs> to, an, to an educated man? But I, could you, I looked could, the fool. Could you have spelled their last names? No, not for a million dollars. All right. Well, that's your answer. But uh, what? Because you knew the word piece. Because typing, it's like the writing it out is the Yeah, the that's, that, that's your problem. You talk for a living. You're not, you're not a writer. Thank you. <laughs> you know, to that point, I mentioned it the other day with uh, there's the uh, gentleman who's the current champ on Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, he will say... He will mispronounce words quite a bit. Uh, but as we've learned over uh, li- our lives, that, that just means that you've never heard the word. You've only seen it in writing. Mm-hmm. And so he will um, uh, octave, like he said, octave. Mm. And it's like, if you've never heard it or said it, yeah. you don't know that it's octave. Right. But, you've, but you know the answer, obviously. Yeah. Um, and he does it. He's done it quite a bit. Yeah, I've seen that guy a couple of times. He's destroying. He's destroying in a way that I believe uh, uh, is... Um, uh, fun to watch good sentence <laughs> i uh, i had a point that i chose not to make hmm. oh so you double clutched yeah you think he's cheating <laughs> i believe that something's fishy with him and ken jennings yeah i think something's up with jen is, is this an is this an anal, anal vibrator situation where there's somebody's giving him a morse code in his butt i'm not saying that but if you are i'm not going to deny it all right is that did that happen somewhere no but a chess a chess, a chess player was accused of doing that. is that how just, that guy was just recently I yeah. saw that story, but I didn't. Did we talk about it in here? No, no, it's a big story. Apparently, it's like a big deal in the chess world that this guy has been cheating. But I never looked into it enough to find out how he there's, was cheating. There's, there's no proof of any of it, as far as I'm aware. But well, the proof's in the pudding. Have you checked the pudding? Is that what I you call proof, it? The proof's in the anus. <laughs> it depends. It depends on how your stomach issues are. Oh goodness gracious! Oh. Yeah, that's a joke coming from Jimmy Pardo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you you know I'm under medicine. So, <laughs> under medicine. So you're saying he's making pudding? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Oh boy, I'm not saying that. Soft serve. Anyway. No, the, the, the theory, the, well, people were trying to figure out how could you possibly do this? And then somebody suggested, well, what if what if there was a remote control vibrator in your butt? Well, I believe I was on an episode of the Conan O'Brien program once it went by the name of Conan. Yes. Mm-hmm. On TBS. And the people on before me were, uh, is it Ice uh, T and his lady friend? What's his wife's name? Oh, Coco. 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 Yeah. And they talked about how they did have one of those things right. on her clitoris, mm. and he would control it with the the remote. Yeah. Now that just sounds like fun. Uh, I guess that's the premise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if everybody wants to do that, I think it probably is pretty is good. Is that Wang Chunging? <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be. Like, uh, if if there's no other definition for that, let's let's say that that's what it means. Um, I think that's what it means. Yeah. 
I, by the way, I did, I did not know they talked about that for their whole segment, not their whole, but for a good portion of their segment, they yeah. talked about that. So I made some, in my interview, I made some comment and then yeah. Conan said, oh, it's like, it, it, oh, who are you, blah, blah, blah. Or, like he made reference, he called back to that. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what he was talking about, but my reaction, you would think I knew exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> like, and, and to this day, it's one of those things like, when I think about it, like, thank that, God. That could have gone so wrong That could have gone for so you. wrong. Yeah. Uh, luckily, it did not. Well, you bo- you're both professionals. Well, you made it smooth. To that, mm-hmm. Conan O'Brien on this very program, remember the first time he was a guest, I was having stomach issues, not the not the ones I've been having currently, but mm-hmm. just normal. Mm-hmm. And he said on the show, the next time I come on, I'm going to take you guys out for dinner because I can't do it tonight because let's face it, you're a soft serve machine at this point. <laughs> and that line haunts me <laughs> on a daily basis <laughs> because I can't stand the imagery of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like any of it. Yeah. So every time you have those problems, you think of him. I do. That's that's that is real. That's torture. Yeah, you got, you got in your head. That's yeah. torture, which is a great song by the Jacksons. You ever heard torture, that song? Torture, torture, torture. It's a good song. That's a good song. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not good. Hate that song. Hate would, you, would you suggest it's torture? It, I I do find. I it like torture. this. I like that whole album. The whole Victory album. Isn't that on Victory? Yeah. This is apropos of nothing, but I saw a tweet. Isn't uh, this whole show apropos? <laughs> I mean, fair. I mean, is it never not funny? Couldn't that be our tag? Our tag? <laughs> yeah. Apropos of nothing? Apropos of nothing. It, it would have been the name of the show if you knew how to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a piece of my mind in one fucking second. Sir. Wait a minute. That would, I used it correctly that time. <laughs> um, but on Oh, that's why you did it. Because it's peace of mind, peace of my mind. Is Those are both... They're very similar. Phrases, and one of them is peace, P-E-A-C, yes. and the other one's P-E-A-C. I didn't, I didn't think of the fact that there's peace of my mind with where you do spell it that way. Yeah. I, okay. I, it's, I, and, I, and maybe that's why you're worried about it, because you don't want them to think you're mad at them. No. No, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about it, because I look like a fucking moron <laughs> that doesn't know how to write. I don't, I don't think that's the case. We should all, at a certain point, with texting and so forth, we should get over that, that potential problem. Yeah. Well, especially now that... Uh, we're I'm certainly at the age where I need reading glasses because if I'm texting without my glasses I'm I don't see that I made a mistake as right as easily and so all sorts of bullshit goes flying out of my phone <laughs> and I'm like oh well whatever. I'll say uh, to, to this point uh, to, to also to get off our own asses or to be on our own asses if you tweet out let's say let's say I tweeted that out mm-hmm. um you can delete that tweet yeah mm-hmm. you don't have to do a second tweet with a little star saying peace <laughs> well you know you know you know why people do it they don't want to lose those likes. Yeah, but here's the problem. Yeah. There's only like seven likes. Oh, well, if there's only seven likes. <laughs> get, get rid of it and inject. start over. There is a thing that what I... What if I seven's the most you've ever gotten? Just I, theoretically. <laughs> in principle. There is a thing that I, I don't know if anybody else calls it this, but I call it a zombie tweet. If you have if you have Twitter or maybe it's just TweetDeck up, it'll show tweets that have been deleted by people. So you, I could still see a tweet huh. that you've deleted if I'm Holy you smokes. TweetDeck. You were just going to tell us something apropos of nothing. Yeah, it was on Twitter. Um, which actually, oh, I might have a thing for this here. Uh, but anyway, um, there's no mites. You're copping a cage. I don't know if I have it in here. Is what I might. Well, you got right. Tweet Street. That's what I'm saying, but I don't know if it's in here. Oh, there it is. Down on Tweet Street. Remember when Mike Henry used to listen to this show? <laughs> provide us content for free. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's. We gave him, we paid him more for the theme song of playing games than we've paid Garen in 10 years. I gave him a second hat when his got worn out. You gave him a fucking hat. Yeah. He did wear that hat he a lot. He bought the first one, but we gave him a replacement when it wore out. He did buy the first one, didn't he? It was just ridiculous. I don't know why that happened. That's ridiculous. Or maybe he got it. Well, how did he? That was a, wasn't that a platinum perk? How did he get it? We may have given him one when he came here. Oh, maybe. 
Oh, yeah, because we, we were doing that for a while where we would give one of our perks to the guest. They have the choice of taking a perk with them. Let's do that again. I think we should. Most people don't want them. But that's okay. I they, don't, could, I, they could refuse it. That's okay. Or, hey, here's a hat. Thank you. I don't care if I walk out and I see it in the dumpster. <laughs> I do. We, it's out of here. Yeah, that's a good point with all these hats we got. Yeah. We do have a lot of hats. Um, this is not a big deal, but I just somebody tweeted that apparently the color teal makes them angry. Like, they see teal and they just hate it so much. The color or the word? The color. Hmm. They the hate color. the color teal. And I was trying to think, like, is there a color that I feel that strongly about? The closest I can come to is like that sort of green beige color that some beans are, like maybe a butter bean or something. But even then, I'm not mad at it. I just wouldn't choose it. I'm going to text my buddy, David Duke, and see if there's a color he doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> there may be several colors that uh, Mr. Duke Yeah, there's one prefer. There's one that he's very strong with. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you really pushed him, I'm sure you could come up with a, with a spectrum. Of uh, maybe the one word he doesn't like, but there's a spectrum of colors that he would prefer yeah. not to. Mm-hmm. Is that a, is that is that a fun joke that I was that I was doing there? Mm. Well, I don't know why it was needed. No, <laughs> well, it's the pedantry. <laughs> yeah, and the pageantry. <laughs> uh, all right, you know what it is? Hey, Oliver's trivia. All right, it's time for Oliver's trivia. I'm going to read you guys the subject line. Yeah, and then we'll take. I'll read you the question, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back. We and, and I, Matt, maybe you already know the answer, but I have a question for Elliot Hopper that that is maybe the most important question in the history of this program. Oh boy, should that, I be nervous? That, will you fuck off? <laughs> will you finally? <laughs> I'm going to ask you uh, when we come back from the break, uh, Very Elliot. Good. Uh, so here's the uh, question. I got to go to uh, what I call my. Uh, oh, I just got an email from uh, Jesse Thorne's Maximum Fun. Hey. Oh. I don't know how many times I have to unsubscribe to that mailing list. <laughs> oh, this isn't like Jimmy's on the list. I've got to make sure I put him back on. Uh, I made a mistake and accidentally to unsubscribe. And there's a new Star Trek one, I guess, huh? Or has it been happening for a while? Star Trek uh, podcast? It's called Greatest Trek. Oh, I'm not familiar. The Greatest Discovery is now Greatest Trek. What started with Ben and Adam covering Star Trek Discovery has turned into so much more. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, they got a lot of stuff happening over there. All right. Probably got to read my emails in my own time. Yeah. <laughs> Clothing. No free plugs. Clothing. 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 Hmm. Clothing. Clothing. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. I'm going to go right there. I'm going to go right with that. Mm-hmm. I feel good about my my bet. And uh, everybody got their bet in? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, especially when we have lots of numbers to choose from, I'm just like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's not only that I don't know if I, I'm going to be good in the category. I also don't know, like the middle numbers are kind of nothing. They're all just kind of mm-hmm. like, this isn't going to help me if we all get it wrong. This isn't going to help me if we get it right. Like, this is a nothing bet. So I went 11. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it now. All right. Well, here's your question. You ready? Yeah. What common part of a man's shirt was originally detachable for easier cleaning? But uh, I think that's pretty easy. Answer. Uh, I think this is easy. Wish I would have went higher. Yeah, we all, we all do that. We all feel that way. What common part of a man's shirt was originally detachable for easier cleaning? I think we all know this from black and white uh, yeah. uh, shorts. I feel like there's two answers that could fit this. <clears throat> Possibly. Well, here's the, here's the bigger problem. I'm, I'm going to spell it wrong. <laughs> oh, I am. No, no, no I got it right. Do, 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 do. All right, listen. There's your question. What part of a man's shirt, very common part of a man's shirt, mm-hmm. was originally detachable for easier cleaning? We'll get the answer to that. We'll go around the horn. We'll do all that when we come back right after this. 
Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. First, some bad news. Jimmy had to cancel his Go Bananas show in Cincinnati this weekend, so that will be rescheduled. Keep an eye out for the new dates uh, soon. It might be already be up on the site, I don't know, but by the time you hear this. But uh, that's uh, re- being rescheduled as we speak. Meanwhile, he still will be at the Olympic Theater in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, November 5th. He's in Davenport, Iowa on the 3rd and Dubuque, Iowa the 4th, leading up to that big date at the Olympic. So go to jimmypardo.com, click the tour link for dates and deets and uh, links to tickets for that. Uh, by the way, Jimmy's on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo. The show is at Never Not Funny. Elliot's at Elliot Hochberg. Garen is at My Name is Garen. Check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Never Not Funny. Or Instagram, instagram.com slash Never Not Funny. We're everywhere you want to be. So check us out and enjoy us in all places. Um, if you are a tier two or higher subscriber to Never Not Funny Platinum, you can uh, listen to us live as we record our episode on the 20th of October. That's when we're doing our monthly live stream. 11 a.m. Pacific time on the 20th of October. Go to nevernotfunny.com and you'll see a link to uh, to listen to the audio. And you can chat with other listeners while you're listening to us. You can even call in. We'll take some phone calls at the end of the episode. You can chat with us, ask us questions, do whatever. That's always fun. So do that. And if you're not a Platinum subscriber, this is a great time to get in because Subtoberfest is happening right now. And that means every new subscriber who signs up for any level of Platinum We'll get a free Never Not Funny enamel pin, which is super cool. You also get so much new content that you can't even believe it. You get a new, an extra episode every week. You get video of every episode. You get bonuses like the live stream I was just talking about. We've got another bonus coming out this month, a really fun game episode. So uh, a lot of fun stuff happening in the Platinum that you should be enjoying if you like what we do. And all you have to do is go to NeverNotFunny.com. Click the pumpkin. We're trying to fill the pumpkin, which means we're trying to get 1,069 new subscribers in the month of October. And you can help us do that go over there just see how we're doing see where it's at now like i know as i'm speaking it's at about 20 percent, but maybe it's higher by the time you're hearing this so click the pumpkin find out what we're doing help us fill it up and enjoy hey sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks who did somebody steal it or what's going on over there it doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks money might be a little tight that's where earning comes in matt yeah earning Earnings there if you got a last-minute uh, uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other – are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earning is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind 
That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, the, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn It app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now hey hiring's hard so hard so zip recruiters there to make it easy so easy that a boy matt you did exactly what i was hoping for we don't plan these folks we don't script these out we we sit down we go uh hey let's do a zip recruiter ad and then i i just say something and then matt responds and it's very very never not funny very brand. organic uh very organic we both turn into james austin johnson <laughs> doing trump very organic they're talking about organic <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And... uh Look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire hey everybody welcome back to the program 3108 uh you got your question what uh, what common part of a man's shirt was once detachable for easier cleaning that's oliver's trivia question but off the air i threw out a different trivia question yeah. that i just learned today uh what group uh that had a number one hit in the 80s yeah. uh is from flint michigan i have a guess uh it might not be a good guess but i'm gonna say it anyway do you know because you might have just heard this no i did not hear this okay part of the what trivia. is your guess my guess is the pointer sisters pointer sisters very well, that's good interesting boy boy it, it, by the way they very well may be. That's not the answer I'm looking okay. for. All right. If they are also. <laughs> that'd be weird. That'd be weird. Um, they, but they very well. All, all of your answers might be right. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's from Flint. Um, but, Garen, do you know what uh, what uh, group that had a number one hit? I don't know. I'm going to just guess mm. cool in the game, but I don't think that's that's even. From the 80s, do I have a guess? How many hits but see, here's games? the thing. Jimmy said what. First he said what band. And then he said, I'm going to change that. What group. So if yeah. it's cool in the gang, I don't think he would have made that a, adjustment. They, I, don't, I honestly don't know. What cool in the gang is a band. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're a band. It's okay. cool, and the gang. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they're, they're, yeah, they could, they got all yeah. instruments and everything. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, the band, the, the outfit I'm speaking of, may also be a band. I don't know enough about them. But you think of them more as a group. I do. Okay. Kind of the, yeah, but they could be like, uh, well, I don't know what I say. I, I can't. Who gives a shit? I give a clue. It can be like the Jacksons, where they do play instruments. Right. They, but you don't think of the Jacksons as a band. No, because right. they weren't 
that's what's weird. Like two of them played instruments, but then they had a band behind them. Yeah. Also, they were never plugged in. <laughs> yeah. Well, not on the share show or whatever. They were always just dancing around with a bass with nothing, nothing going tied on. to it. Um, Stupid. Any guesses? I got nothing. Uh, here's a clue. Okay. And I forget how to get this clue in there because it, it is. Uh, who was who was hanging out with uh, Sherry? Sarah. Sarah Smile. Mm-hmm. So Sarah and and uh, Sherry would be hanging out oh. with this with the girl from this number one song. Rosanna. No, that's Toto. Yeah, they, yeah, they're a band for sure. They, they are a band. So um, it doesn't help me. I don't think because Toto was the thing that was definitely not Roxanne. Amanda. No, that's Boston. <laughs> yeah, these are all bands. Where are they from? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Will you look Good it up, question. Aaron? Uh, here, Art, right, I'll sing. I'll, I'll, I'll sing a little bit of it. Okay. Oh, 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 oh Sheila. Sheila. Yep. Let me love you that? till the morning comes. Barge? No. Barge? Nope. 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 Uh, I know the song. But Ready for the world. Ready for oh, the world. Oh, that's that fun, huh? I would have no. thought that was a Prince song. <laughs> I did not know they were from Flint, Michigan, until uh, uh, my friend Alan Hunter told me today. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Ready oh, for the world. Gee, Son of a bitch, huh? Flint, Michigan. <laughs> Isn't that something? Ready for the world. One of the worst names for a fucking group Horrible. I've ever heard. Yeah. It's so bad. What was their other big hit? They had another hit, didn't they? I couldn't tell you because I forgot their name. That's how bad their name was. Oh. I don't know if I ever even knew the name. Oh, she. Love You Down is their other hit. Yeah, that's a good song, too. Yeah. Love You Down, yeah. I never knew the name of that band. Me neither. Because it was so bad, no yeah. one wanted to say it out loud. So they wouldn't talk about it. They would just go, here they are with Ogila. Are you talking about RFTW? <laughs> God, I hate that name. It's there's horrible. So, there's so many bad 80s band names that make me angry like that. Again, ah. again they're not a band. Okay, a group. <laughs> they might be a band. I don't know. Karen, you got some instruments on these guys? <laughs> uh, an American R&B band, according to Wikipedia. All right. Scored several pop, soul, and dance hits in the mid to late 80s. Does several it, is a strong word. Does that also say it's from Flint? Yeah. Flint, Michigan. USA. Oh, the United States. Oh, good. That's a good call. All right. So, uh, all right. Are they in Roger and me? <laughs> Just in the background. <laughs> I got to imagine they were back there trying to get some screen time. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Mm-hmm, Garen Sox. Uh, all right, we check in with Garen Cockrell. He's over there at the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk. That is sponsored by LemonIceDesigns.com. Head over there, buy two t-shirts, get in around funny or Jimmy Pardo shirt for free. Uh, new design coming up soon uh, over there. Uh, Mario. You, you keep saying that, design? and I keep forgetting to ask you off the air what it is and, and um, what you're talking about. It is a, uh, uh, I, th- I believe I said it, it's a Jimmy's Directors and Tapes. Did I not? Oh, that's oh. familiar. Okay. Yep. Uh, Jimmy's Maybe Directors and Tapes. That. Um, oh boy, oh boy, I got a uh, message here from my old lady. Um, <laughs> I decided that you and I, because we've been friends for so long, that we should start referring to each other's wives as our old ladies. How's your old lady? Are doing? you cool if I don't do that? No, I, uh, to quote you. No, first of all, I'm, I'm not going to allow you to steal that from me. <laughs> B, uh, Come on, man. <laughs> I, I don't want to do it. You're missing out. I hate be, it. be cool, Matt. So who went with that? You, you so, so you and your old lady went out for your anniversary? Come it. on, man. This is the best. I fucking hate it. I I, I, I hate it. Even, I even hate it when... It's it's like it's on par with the old ball and chain as, I, in terms of awful yeah. things. It is. I'll tell you what. I think ball and chain is much worse. It is. Because old lady, uh, 
is very to me 1970s rock star yeah it's also it's not it's not openly derogatory the way the right. ball and chain is. Yeah, let's see if the old ball and chain will let me well you know what if you refer to your wife mm-hmm. as ball and chain get the fuck out of that relationship because <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm going to tell you something she wants out too yeah because she thinks you're a dick and so do i <laughs> <laughs> and she's done with your shit yeah i'm done with your shit too oh sheila Garen, ready for the world. You did not go see uh, Amsterdam over the weekend. I imagine, though, you're doing some horathon, right? You're watching. I'm watching as much. You know, I watch them all the time, but making it official for spooky season. For Zoptoberfest? supposed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did you watch over the weekend? I saw Terrifier 2. Wait a minute. That's a, like a, a the the a poster art is cartoonish, right? It's a yeah, kind, it's kind of a clown on it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to like it. it it's uh, I, I heard, maybe from you, was it you? It may be the most gory movie ever? It's very gory. Oh. And it's all practical. So oh. there's no... There's some humor in it as well, right? Yeah. The, the, the killer is... He deserves to be up there with Freddy's and Jason's. You think so, Terrifying? The guy is incredible. Just the way he's in it, he owns it. It's it's really, really great. Do you think Terrifier 2 is better than Terrifier? Um... I don't know. I, I think I like the first one a little bit better. This one's better in terms of, like, I guess it's better on every level, really. But the first one has a little bit more of a charm to it. This one is two and a half hours long. That seems long. Jesus. For a killer clown movie, it might be a little long. But it, <laughs> nobody left, as far as I could tell. You, wait, you went and saw this in the movie theater? I went to the movie theater to see it. You said you told yeah. me before it's the goriest movie you've ever it seen is the in a theater. movie I've ever seen in the theater, yeah. And it's and I'm not a gore fan. Like I don't like the Saw movies. I don't like. I don't need to see that kind of stuff. Right. This stuff is just, just cartoony enough that I can tolerate it. He was telling me some of the shit that happens in this movie, and I I was fucking curling up just it, yeah. hearing Hearing's, the description of it. I don't want to. It's come it's on. Wild. I'm already bruised up enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. Did you like Terrifier, Matt? <laughs> you know, look. The originals are usually considered better. So why go see? Why even bother? Right? Yeah, I don't. I I, I want to keep the thought of the original Terrifier. What about you, still, Elliot? You like Terrifier? Uh, I mean, I like Terrification. Is that what you hope for? No. <laughs> really, kind of just a yes, just a yes and. That's all we needed on that point. I, I mean, I, I, I was trying a yes and. Like oh. it had the look of a yes and. Yeah, it had the look and the rhythm, but yeah. it didn't. Uh, didn't have any of the content. <laughs> well, it's rule of threes, and hey, I was number four. Speaking of which, off off yeah. the air, and, uh, and we're going to get to you in a second, though, but uh, not off the air on the last episode, mm. which was a platinum episode, uh-huh. uh, Elliot was rattled uh-huh. because he was in a car accident. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it looks like you uh, fixed it, your car a little bit. Nope. It, you didn't push something in on your back bumper? Mm-mm. I haven't touched it at all because I'm taking it in on Wednesday to have it looked at. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't. That's a choice I don't want to make. I don't want to accidentally make it worse. I 100 percent agree with you. Because why, why? Why are you saving that for his segment? You yeah. still have to finish Garen. Uh, for several reasons. Uh, a, my show. <laughs> B, your old lady likes when I do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> don't like that phrase. Um, Garen, because uh, he talked and it made me think of his car, and I parked uh, right uh, yeah. in front of him. Nah. And I may, or may you may want you may want to check the front of your car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> give a little extra tap. You know, it was one of those things where there was there was way too many people enjoying their coffee yeah. while I'm trying to parallel park, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Don't watch me because 
Moore Park is a busy street, so you've got yeah. all the cars coming. You try sure. to parallel park. Uh, people have no patience for you trying to parallel no, park. No, they don't. They're like, get the fuck, go, go. Like, Especially if the light is green, yeah, they, they have no patience at all. Mm. And you're like, if you just wait a second, I will be able to do this with no stress at all. Plus, there's right. a left, isn't there, you have a left turn lane in that, uh, they could just pass you on that left they could turn just lane? Pass, there's plenty, they could get there's over plenty there of room. They Everything about it is awful. And so... Let me know what I owe you. <laughs> uh, also, that goddamn crane thing that's been there for months. That crane thing's also taking up space. Fucking yeah. everything up. Frazier? <laughs> yeah. Who are you, him? <laughs> Felt right at the time. <laughs> Garen, I wish you a lot of luck. It sounds like you had a great weekend. Uh, I did. Terrifier 2. You did? I need to admit that I watched Halloween Kills last night. Wait, oh, what? Oh, boy. Yeah. How did you watch it? Not ends. Kills, the last one. Oh, the shit one. Yeah. It's not as bad on repeat viewing. It's still bad. It's still And what's bad is bad, but it, that, it's not that, as that, bad. That street scene is the maybe oh, the worst scene in the history of movies. Anything involving more than one person in that movie is is not good. Because all the people, you know, rampaging or whatever is dumb. But there's some there's still some a little bit of oh, come on, man. a little bit of good in it. Well this weekend Halloween ends. It ends this weekend. For the time being. I was, that's too bad because I had plans to do something on the 31st. You and, you, you and your lady got something from somewhere else? <laughs> got a 12-foot skeleton. Uh, motherfucker. Uh, By the way, walking out of uh, Don't Worry Oh, here's a minor spoiler. If you don't want any Don't Worry Darling spoilers, uh, just skip ahead 15 seconds. I'm all right. They never say Don't Worry Darling in the movie. Infuriating. No, it's like played against him. <laughs> um, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not the name of that <laughs> not, movie. Not and they do say that. <laughs> not a thing. Oh, they don't say no, it. No, they don't say They it. don't actually say it. Um, but walking out, I, I heard a guy say, and yes, it is better on a second viewing. I was like, you fucking oh. saw this twice? <laughs> what the fuck wow. was that guy's deal? Did you ask him? Oh, the other thing is, I don't know if you guys have heard about how like they're, they're like in the press for the movie, they were kind of talking up the like sex scenes and stuff. And do you hear about any of that? No. I guess Olivia Wilde said something in a interview or something uh, where she said something about like, like the sex scenes are, you know, I don't know how she said it, but the gist of it was, uh, uh, our sex scenes, women get off and men don't like that's, that's what the, that's the choice we made. Whatever. People were like, what a stupid thing to say. I don't know what their thing was. Anyway. So with that in mind, uh, again, maybe that's a minor spoiler. There are sex scenes in the movie. There you go. So um, we're sitting there watching. Who's having sex? Uh, Florence Pugh and Harry Styles. Hold on. <laughs> and she gets off, you say? The men in this movie do not. Uh, they do not orgasm. Okay. Um, All right. So you're there. You, it's so, you. And who are you there with? So I'm, I'm there with my wife. Oh. Uh, and, <laughs> and we had picked out our seats so that we weren't sitting next to anybody. So we're sitting there. Right. And then a guy, like right as the movie's about to start, a guy comes in and sits down next to her. So no. So we're like, come on. So we're watching the movie. One of these sex scenes happens. And uh, not too long after, conspicuously shortly after that sex scene, the guy gets up and leaves. No. <laughs> yeah. And then I, the part I didn't know until afterwards, Elise was like, yeah. And like when he sat down, he like put his, he put like a jacket in his No, lap. he did not. And I was like, oh no, wait. And she's like, no, but nothing like I, he wasn't doing anything. Wait, but, there were empty seats. Oh yeah. And he sat right next to your wife. Well, it was, it was pretty full, but it was like, he could, we were in the back row. He could have sat anywhere Where's else. Yeah. Burbank. 
Mm-hmm. It was one of the smaller theaters, so it was like more. It was like probably seventy percent. Got no business 75%. sitting there. He's got no business sitting well, there. So it's good that he left, but it's also kind of funny that he like was like, "I just got to see this. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get the fuck out of here." That sounds like I have to too. <laughs> nah. well, I just booked a ticket. You really you just got it? Yeah, four twenty. Well, you got a lot going on. That's a that's a popular oh, time. A time. <laughs> I know you guys are joking around, but if anyone listening is like, maybe I will see it just for that. Do not see it for that reason. It will absolutely massively disappoint you. Speaking, oh, hold on, I got to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when on this very program, you and Eva Anderson convinced me that I have to see Jagged Little Pill because it's so bad. Yeah. Uh, you guys didn't tell me to see it. Just you describing it made me go. I got to see this right. thing. So I and as I reported back, I was going to go and then decided not to. Yep. And Danielle and Oliver were like making fun of me, like you know, of course you're not going to go. It's horrible. So today Danielle said, um, "Hey, I, I'm listening to that Eva Anderson. Uh, first of all, she's a delight. Yeah. Second of all, uh, I now understand why you wanted to go see that mm-hmm. because everything they're describing is like holy shit. I must now see that. Yeah. That that is. Yeah. I think a lot of the reason why this that show is doing well is because. There's people who like Alanis Morissette and they'll go see it. But then there's people who like theater and they hear about it and they're like, that sounds like a fucking exquisite train wreck. And yeah. I need to witness it. Unfortunately, it doesn't really, like we said before, it doesn't pay off in that respect. But for me, it didn't. It was no. just kind of like, meh. I don't get to go. But it is kind of fun to talk about afterwards, of like how fucking crazy. I blew it. I really blew it. No, but I, you weren't really feeling great either. So I don't. No, I was not. I don't think you did blow it. I no, think I the second act of it is actually good now that I think about it. It what he says better. it's the worst you said it's the worst of the two acts no the second act is better than the, than the first no no eva said it was only better because it's shorter it's but shorter and could be and, it. you and, just said you like halloween kills i don't trust any fucking thing that goes out of your mouth my tweet was i watched the gag the gag reel and it was the entire movie when i said i was watching halloween kills but no the second act is better because that's when they do the weird reverse thing you get is it? I think it is. Oh, we cannot talk about this again. We cannot. <laughs> I know I brought it up. This is my fault. I'll just say that I think there's there's I, probably more of the songs you want in the second act. You ought to know. Because <laughs> yeah. you saw it. Garen, what's your guess? What part? What clothing part? What? Uh, I think the bets are going to come into play here. I said collar. You said we went with the collar, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Collar. A- ancient Chinese secret, huh? <laughs> yeah. What? Ring around the collar. Oh, yeah. there you go. Is that what that... that we that, need more Calgon. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? I never would have remembered what ad that was from. Right, isn't that I, the... I know, yeah, the, I know the phrase, but I would I would have said it was like rice aroni or something. No, that's a San Francisco treat. That's right. Sure is. Um, all right, let's check in. He's right over there. That's the uh, the game guy, Elliot Hogberg. Hello. The, uh, car accident. <laughs> rattled. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I don't want to give up the, uh, the information here mm-hmm. because uh, I don't have anything positive to say about it. So I'm going to ask you, yeah, in in very uh, uh, veiled terms. Hmm. Okay, did you on Saturday night go to the thing that you were texting Matt and I about? Oh yeah. If you sh- if it was I worth did, you I risking leaving your home for, I did not. I, immediately after our, our text conversation about the thing that we are not talking about, mm-hmm. I informed the friend who invited me, I will not be going. That's not the thing. To, that wasn't the thing to break your fast on. Nope. Nope. Yeah, you've not been to a live. Performance of any kind. No, I, I, I so I went to that car thing, and I've gone to a couple of movies in the movie movie house that were sparsely populated, and that's it. This was not. It was this kind of situation where it might have been a sold out show in a live venue, mm-hmm. a, a larger live. Which, venue. by the way, I think you're fine to go to. I think you you can mm-hmm. go to these things, and, and I think mm-hmm. you have to for your own, if I may, peace of mind. <laughs> but spell it. You um, uh, you shouldn't go to this 
in the best of times. <laughs> yeah. That, the, so we can talk about this without saying what it was. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing was Elliot texted all of us and was like, would it be crazy for me to go? like you literally said, like, if I go to this thing, I'm definitely getting COVID. Right. I'm that like, was essentially my premise. And and the answer is no, no. of course not. <laughs> that's a, that's a crazy I, I just, way to I think just, of it. I just feel like so pick any place that where there's like 1500 or more people in it. Right. And it's completely packed. Are you are you telling me that it's not a good chance that depending on how much space like my question was basically are the ceilings high enough? Because I went to Flappers. I watched uh, okay. something. Y'all did a Flappers. I think point. if you're if you're going to Flappers, you could go to that size. But I wasn't. Theater. I wasn't sitting next to anybody other than my the person who I went with. Right. Uh, like now, but, granted, it's this kind of a small space, but there there was nobody within six feet of us. But you're not you're you're keeping your mask on and you're not having face to face long 15 minute conversations with anybody in a theater. You're just watching a thing. I mean, to, to be fair, just sitting next to somebody for two to three hours was not something I w- super enjoyed before. Right. But right. But your premise is that. For your premise to be true, everyone else in the theater would have to be unmasked and have active COVID for you to definitely get COVID. Well, and that, that, I, that's I don't know the that that's necessarily of, 100% true. Well, okay. Let's say that the two people on either side of you and the two people behind you, those are the people that could possibly infect yeah. you. Well, in but, there's, but, there's, but there's also the matter of it's a sold out show. I'm in the lobby. I don't know how big the lobby is. Maybe people milling around lobby's in the lobby. huge. But, but you're walk, you're passing you're, through. You're not stopping and going do 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 with people. You're, and again, I, I think you've paralyzed yourself. I don't I don't agree with that because I've done a few things. It's just this particular to to me to go to to go to a sold out show. And I also think I, what did I I went to um uh oh what's the what's that car show. That's I already mentioned that. No, there's a there's a the, the you comedy sh- idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the comedy show at uh, what's the face at the at the blank blank at the blank uh, over on uh, La Brea or La Cienega. Huh? Um, Car- Mos- Car- Moscow on the Hudson car show. No, the, the, it was the comedy theater thing. Is Matt right with Moscow on the Hudson? <laughs> no, why can't I think of it? Are you talking about the place you used to work, Acme? No, Eliezer did a, did his thing there. Like Largo with the cornet. That. I went to a thing oh, that time. with masks on. I can tell there. you. Okay, so you have been to a live theater. Yeah, oh, then but, it was, but it, that wasn't a sold out thing. And it definitely was. And I, was, I haven't been to this particular venue. So that was part of what this I was venue, asking. The, the venue you were talking about is safer than every venue you've been to. 100%. And I'm not saying those other places aren't safe, but I'm saying the, like like they're the actually ceilings, seri- they're, they're high ceiling. Because when I yeah. looked at it, the way that it's and divided it's, up, it looked like maybe it was no, stacked. no. Have it, you, you you've never been inside there? Mm-mm. It's it's like you know not pretty not, no. pretty new and very like it's open. Huge. And, yeah, it's and, huge. It's too big. Yeah. So if it had been something that I was really interested in then I probably would have gone. So, yeah. that, so that was the funny part of your text. You you asked us all this and we were like, well, no, I think you're fine. And then it turned out you didn't even want to go to the show. And we're like, well, what are we talking about? Then just use, be, take the out. Be, well, just because a friend of mine asked me and I, yeah. I, that was part of my text, which is that I, I, if somebody invites me to things, even if I'm not interested, I will tend to say yes, unless I really hate it. And this is something where I didn't know if I would hate it, but Here's I wasn't interested. I, I, and all of us agreed with you not being interested. But <laughs> the thing was, if it was like someone you enjoy their company, like, it would have been interesting. I, I actually, as a as a as a not involved party, mm-hmm. I would have been interested to hear how it was from a witness. Oh, I would love to know what I, I know now. It's just going to drive the listener crazy. Yeah, so I un- apologize. It's unfair. Well, unfair. Well, here's what I will say is we that. Can, why can't we tell them? I don't really understand. 
Uh, what, uh, it was Jimmy Pardo. It was the Jimmy Pardo show. <laughs> and I had oh, zero interest. Oh, oh I, A, I wish it was, and B, I would have comped you in. <laughs> oh, fair enough. No, yeah, it, yeah. it is worth noting that this this uh, person's uh, significant other lives out of town, and they originally, the tickets were bought for the two of them. So oh. one or both of them was interested in this particular production. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you would be insulting them by... Well, no, I don't publicly care. stating what you felt about well, it. Well, uh, yeah, that's probably true. I but, thought um, this was. Uh, I apologize. I thought this was maybe a, some. There was a romantic element to no. this uh, outing, and no. so now that I hear even this new information, yeah, this is a, this th- this th- was never. We we should have never been brought into the loop on no, this. This is a this is a I, two second. No, all right, here it was the Joel McHale Ken Jung show yeah. at the Dolby Theater. There you go. Okay, fair enough. And for you, to, to, in my opinion, as safe as we just had this whole conversation, mm-hmm. as safe as you've been being, yeah. and in my opinion, maybe a little overly cautious at this point for that to be your first big show back are you out of your fucking skull because 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 if the percentage chance even let's say it's a two percent chance i could get covid from using the bathroom or yeah, whatever i think that's to, 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 to then go back and say yeah that's where i got covid you would you would be so mad if that's right. how you got covid that, that's certainly like, like, part of it. like you wouldn't be, you would be upset but you wouldn't be mad if you got into the car thing because you were really looking forward to the car 100 percent. and i knew that there was a risk of that and i didn't know how many people yeah. were going to be there and if it like i was with matt donaher he and i are kind of on the same level as far as that kind of stuff so if he had felt uncomfortable i would be like okay great well let's get out of here that kind of thing so yeah like if you got covid from a sade concert you'd be like fine that was worth it yeah 100 percent 100 this is not worth it what you should break your your fast quote unquote for yeah it's country music sade (laughs) wait what now reba mcintyre Reba McIntyre. (laughs) (laughs) she's coming back baby reba's back that's outdoor at the bowl that's that's outdoors that's easy well outdoors she's the nicest musician i've ever met (laughs) so she wouldn't you want to see a nice performer sing (laughs) why do you want to see the angry unnecessarily bitter joel McHale? (laughs) you fucking won is he bitter yeah I didn't know that he seems. Him. He seems. There's. 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 Uh, there's some bitterness to his humor. He's a frat guy with a fucking rabbit's foot. <laughs> <laughs> he went. He went to a. He went to an, an old store downtown and bought something off a shelf. Yep. I don't know what that means, what? but I agree with it. <laughs> it's kind of like the monkey paw thing. Yeah. It's, okay. uh, Without any of the details. Yep. Uh, yep, for reasons. All of this said, by the way, I uh, I have not seen him in years. I've always enjoyed Ken Jung's company. Mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed his company. So when I say these jokes, it's really... Is it, he, is I, he, I'm pointed at one of the artists yes. on this bill. Is he as nice as Reba McIntyre? Nobody is. Okay. I can't be more clear. He's also not, <laughs> what about Weird Al? He's also not a musician. Yeah. Oh, Al... He plays accordion. Al is close to uh, I mean, his McIntyre level. I mean, I know Al. Although I just saw a thing today where Al uh, they they cast people in his in this biopic mm-hmm. based on his uh, uh, birthday and Christmas card list. We know from experience I'm on that list. Oh boy. Yeah, you didn't get. The we call. also know I'm not in that movie, yeah. so I got to go with Reba on this. <laughs> I got to go with Reba. Uh, yeah, Reba invites me to all of her events. Who's have you By email? I was thinking when you were talking about Reba being so nice, like imagine if she were Canadian and like the nice level would even be higher. Oh my God. So like who's a, who's a Canadian country singer? Because like you get country nice and Canadian nice and you put them together. Who is a Canadian oh. country singer? Shania Twain. Shania Twain, who by all accounts is supposed to be very nice. Yeah. Have you watched Monarch yet, by the way? Nobody's watching that except for you. Oh, <laughs> I've, yes. I've heard it's crazy Horrible. bad, but good. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, have, I don't have the time for that. I don't that. either. That's the problem. That's I, so I was bad. talking to Elise about it. I was like, I do love a Nashville-type train wreck shitty. But I mean, Nashville, oh, Nashville was, was, good. was good and bad. But this seems like it's just bad, but fun bad. 
But I don't have the time in my life for fun I bad anymore. Either. We, we, there are shows we need to watch. We have Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Harry Carey, everybody. Uh, Oxnard. What the, what's that called? Oxford? Ox? What? Uh, Ozark. Ozark. Oh, Ozark. <laughs> These are shows that we don't. Here's Sorry. the problem. My son stays up later now. Yeah. So And so now. There's things that you don't want him to watch. You can't really watch it. And so we We're can't watch boat. it because it's yeah. by the time he goes, I'm going to bed. And you're like, well, so are we. So are we. I don't have the energy to, <laughs> yeah. you know, break into something else. Again, then I watch nine hours of Rockford Files. But mm. have you watched Severance? Um, I want to watch that. No, too. my wife and son love it, though. It's good. And it's if good. I may, if I give my friend Tommy Shaw texted me and asked me if I was watching it. And he said, you owe it to yourself to watch this. And uh, Adam Scott does a good job. I like Adam Scott. He's been on this program. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I mentioned him. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear you didn't go to that show. Yeah. Uh, because um, it would have infuriated me. <laughs> well, I, I, here's the thing. If it had been in a venue that I felt more comfortable with or wasn't sold out, more likely if it wasn't sold out. If it had been like half full when I went to look at with the seating, yeah. I probably would have I guess gone. that's also part of it. The fact that that show is sold out. Yeah. Infuriated. Like there's like maybe there were 40 empty seats or something, which in that venue is nothing. That's nothing. That's yeah. a, I mean, that literally is a drop in a lake. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the, the Dolby is humongous. Yeah. Um, so you brought up my car and I wanted to mention this. I was looking oh. at the I was looking at the car. I'm not going to get an estimate until I'm trying to tighten the show up. I I, I, we, we've uh, broken that. We've broken <laughs> that. I know. Before you go. Here, to the, can I can I say this in, 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 in everything that always happens? When, once we're here doing the show, right. my pain disappears, yeah. sure. and then it'll come back, you know, tenfold when I get up and mm. try to walk. I, I think we noticed I have not gotten up in two hours, yeah. which is a record for me. Yeah. And I'm going to get up and walk like a cowboy. It's going to be bad, like I. And just, then you're going to be in the restroom for like thirty minutes. Probably. Why am I going to be in there for? Because usually long when you get you up, probably have to pee really I bad. A long whizzeroo, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. What do you Squiz. got? Before you get into this, I just looked down at a piece of paper. Yeah. Down here, and it is your segment, so I, I feel like this is pertinent. To <laughs> okay. This I, I just I wrote this down. This is a quote from Elliot Hope. Do you want to read it? I don't know if sure. you can read my handwriting. Or happen to. Uh, this is a quote that Elliot Hopeberg said out loud, and I thought it was. I thought I should write it down. <laughs> okay. I do a lot of stuff with Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of, and then. E, e period H period. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is that is more broadly applicable than you, than uh, I would have realized. Uh, sorry. So what's going on with your car? You so an estimate. Uh, so the only thing I was going to say is I was I looked at the damage and I realized that what I call the rear quarter panel is basically the entire side of the car. Yeah, that's that way yeah. that car was designed. That's it's like it, it comes up from the wheel, it goes over the top, and then it goes down to the windshield. So wow. when, when I when I said you this, think they're going to total it out. Oh, no, no. There's talk of them totaling it, I hear. Just to replace on, the panel? I, mean, I hear they're going to total it. I, I will not allow that because I think if that happens, my the way I got the car gets all messed up. Oh, no. So so it runs, and I will not I will not allow it to be totaled. It seems like there's nothing wrong under nope. the surface. As, again, until the mechanic looks at it, I don't know for sure. And we don't know if you're fine yet either, right? We don't know yet. Uh, technically, we don't know yet, sure, but... We don't know yet. We just don't know. We just don't we know. Just don't it's know. It's just not knowable. We just it's, don't it's know. Unknowable. Speaking of not knowing things, uh, do you know the answer to Oliver's trivia question? So, so as I said, and, I, and do I? This really feels like I got to. I, I have to ground him for how easy this is. <laughs> we have four four correct answers. We do. Well, it's probably it's probably there. Sometimes it, that happens. That's why we have the wager. Yeah. There are there are I believe two possible answers, but I think one is more obvious than the other, and I am going to say collar. You think the other one would be cuffs? Yeah. 
No. Yeah. I was fighting those two answers. Yeah, how'd that yeah. fight go? Who won? Sounds like Collar did. Sounds like Collar did. What if it's Cuffs? Matt, you said Collar. I said Collar. All right. So now we, now it really all depends on Bet, because I, of course, said Collar. Well, first well, of all, we have to know the answer. Maybe it's Cuffs. Oh, that's, you know what? <laughs> that's a good point. By the way. Well, then we we've, still we've, need to know the Bet. We've, yeah. Did you ever do Collars and Cuffs there in Denver when you were uh, performing? Oh, yeah. That's a great club. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a morning show. <laughs> oh, yeah. That makes more sense. <laughs> It sounds like a nice place where they got to get dressed up to uh, Either to watch way, the I'm show. In. Yeah, actually. Collar and the cuffs would be there you go. the morning show. Uh, my dad's message, 42 seconds. So let's see what that's all about. Not now. <laughs> no. uh, what am I looking up? Oh, the answer to the yeah. trivia. Okay, here's your, here's your answer. The collar. Okay. <laughs> in the mid-1800s, the collar on men's shirts were detachable because the collar needed to be most frequent, uh, be, needed the most frequent cleaning. Yeah. So it was easier to clean and also saved on laundry costs. So they could just wash the collar instead of having to wash the whole shirt. All right. Now, my son will get a talking to. <laughs> Dirty were their necks back then. Well, dude. Could they you ever look at a collared it, shirt? It gets, you know, like a white shirt. Yeah. What even to do I wear a collared shirt? <laughs> Well, they had those. They had those weird, like, what do they call that fan type collar? Is it called, called a fan collar? Like the weird. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing a motion of ruffle, like, ruffle. The, the, well, not just ruffle, but like there were they had structure to them. Yeah. yeah, but to Matt's point, even our, you know, I, I, I consider myself a very clean man. Yeah. If and you yes. if you look at the collar of any of my light colored shirts, you're going to see some ninja. Yeah. Yeah, because sure. it's uh, so, you know, you're rubbing up against it all a bunch of times. And back then, the, you know, they 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 bathed in you know in tubs. Mm. Not not bad, like just once talking. a week. Yeah, once a week out yeah. in the you know in a in the dusty road, <laughs> in, in 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 the river. Yeah. All right. What did you Get bet, Karen? Attached seven. Five. Oh wait, so it's the highest that wins here. Yeah. Huh. Oh wait. We all yep, got it right, good. so it's the highest. The highest that wins. Oh boy. What'd you bet? Seventeen. Damn it. Damn it. What'd you bet? Eleven, just like you. Oh wow. Nice. Yeah, never forget. I didn't feel con- like clothes. I was just like clothing, whatever. I was like. I, uh, I didn't know what it could be. I, I imagined it being impossible, this question. Yeah. And it turned out it was Instead, the opposite. Instead, it is going to be a talking to. <laughs> I think it's okay. Uh, look, I'm going to defend him here. It's okay for them to be easier sometimes because then you get the betting comes into play in a, in a different way. And yeah. that's kind of interesting. I, do, I don't disagree with you. But what we have to do now is pay him some money. Yep. Yeah, we do. So go to the Jeremy Herbal Trivia. in. Did it say Elliot? Yep. Yeah. Here's your dough. <laughs> um, all right, we pay this out. Karen, what we do is we pay it out to Joker's Wild Star. We're going to count to five by fives. And five. five. All right. There we go. Congratulations, Elliot. Well Thank done. You. Good use of 17. Yep. Thank, thank you very much. You're welcome. All right, listen. Great job today, everybody. Good right. showing. Mm-hmm. Good showing. Glad we part. could take your mind off the pain for a little while, Jimmy. It did. And I, I and I say that to the listener too. Glad we could take <laughs> the mind, <laughs> your minds off the pain, off the pain of the world. And, and another way to do that is to listen to the show more than once a week. And by doing that, uh, you join uh, the Platinum via Subtoberfest. Mm-hmm. Get so, a pin, fill the bucket. Get a pin, fill the bucket. Let's get that thing up to sixty. Let's get up to fifty. Change it to sixty-nine. Get to the sixty-nine. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, change some ch- children's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's all about the children. <laughs> I mean, it's like right. barely. It's like two percent about the children yeah. this time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's the right. Yeah, but it's about them a little bit. We're helping <laughs> Very them, little. helping them a little bit. 
Of, uh, have we been contacted by Smile Train? Have they thanked us yet for this uh, nice uh, thing we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> this, thing that, this, this thing they're not aware of? Yeah, that we never mentioned to them? They, uh, I mean, certainly, they've, they've got to be excited about this, right? About <laughs> Subtoberfest? Sure, probably. Um, well, that's exciting. Uh, all right, listen. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for supporting. Um, that's it, right? We, we caught up on everything? I think so. Elliot's mm. car thing. Mm-hmm. The new stuff with the pumpkin that we had to talk about. The, I thought uh, of that song that I was trying to think of for seven months. <laughs> dream time. Yeah. We're living oh. on dream time. That's a, that's a great freaking song. I, I love that song. It's fucking great. God damn it. That's a great song. It's crazy that I, I feel like a lot of people don't know that song. They don't even know it exists. Probably they know man eater. Of course they do. They know maybe they know Sarah smile. They know private eyes. They know private eyes for sure. Definitely know private eyes. They don't know fucking Dreamtime. Well, it's up there to me. It's a solo song, so that, that that's yeah. part of the problem. It was a, it was a hit though. Yeah. What do you think it went to? I'm gonna say number nine. Oh, you think it went that high? I think number nine. I have no. You know, I have no frame of reference for '80s charts because I watched MTV a lot, and mm-hmm. so when something was in heavy rotation on MTV, I assumed it was like huge, huge, right? But yeah. it wasn't. We learned that from the Billy Idol song. Right. So with this one, I'm gonna go the other direction and say. It was not a big hit. I'm going to say it went to like 33. 14's okay. my second guess. Okay. What are you going with? I'll say seven. All right. Seems high. What do you got, Garen? Dreamtime by Daryl Hall debuted in 1986, August 2nd, at number 54. Oops. It's peak on October 4th. Uh-oh. Number five. Went to hey, number five. Jesus. Good for you. Closest. It's my day. Look at your $5 bill again. That's your winnings. Get to take another peek at that. Number five. That's pretty. That's, that's, that's high up. That's high. You're living in dream time. That is, with, with no question, my favorite Hall & Oates song. And I know it's not Hall & Oates. Yeah. But, but not, it, it, it's not even close. It's not even close. No, I know. It's great. It Maybe it was like the, just free of the shackles of John Oates. Yeah. He was able to do something that he was never, never able to do in that band. It is a little heavier. I know that's yeah, a, there's, that's a weird thing it, to say. Yeah, there's definitely some some crunchier guitar. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more. There's like strings, or maybe not real strings, but there is some some it's like orchestration. Yeah. It's a it's a more lush sound than Hall and Alts ever had. Hall and Alts. More lush than that. <laughs> um, all right, listen. Let's. Uh, our amplifier's been stolen. No, no. Well, where did it go? We, we have a new reason to. Uh, no, raise money for Subtoberfest. Go. <laughs> Got to replace that amp. Oh yeah, it's Subtoberfest, and it's with or- the and orange our, amp. And our orange amp is our gone. Orange amp is gone. We we actually know where it's at. Oh, okay, I was being silly. Um, for nobody's for nobody's. <laughs> I don't know who that was Not one it person. Of, just, I half took it seriously. It tickled me a little bit because yeah, because but, I knew Elliot would be confused. Yeah, yeah. I'm confused that I didn't notice. Yeah, that is not uh, in character for you. Yeah, like that's a big orange thing that was up on the thing right in my eye line. Do you think traffic's going to be uh, okay? Some people are off work today. Are they? For what reason? It's, it's Indigenous uh, People slash Columbus uh, Day. Although my son's at school. Are your kids at school? Yeah. Hmm. Now, Columbus Day was originally created to really, uh, this is what I read this morning. It was a, the, the original intention of it was to give Italian-Americans something oh. at a period in, of, in American history where they felt like second-class citizens. Okay. So I think that's kind of a nice thing. Could we just call it Italian American Day? I mean, I know Indigenous People Day is good too, but like, I know Columbus is like kind of he's problematic. A, yeah, and, he's, he's a problem. Yeah, but he like was a, he was a dick. 
but he that, was a murderous but he was why a does, so why do italian americans have to get hurt because some guy in the 16th century was an asshole there should be if there is a saint patrick's day which right. is, although that's not a holiday mm. columbus day was was a holiday right well, that's ba- a, a bank holiday but school too we would get you used to get it off did i absolutely no question. I don't about feel it. like I always did, though. You did. I don't remember. And if you saying. didn't, you just showed up and people didn't know why you were there. <laughs> oh, look who's here. Wants to get away from his old man. <laughs> I was thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of getting away, we got to get Matt back to his old lady. I know she, <laughs> You're gonna... she's wondering where, he, where he's at. Does this last more than one episode? No. That's my question. No, it does not. Okay. Hopefully the medication you're on makes you forget everything you said today. <laughs> uh, Mostly that. Yeah. I shouldn't be driving. Oh, really? really? No, I'm fine. <laughs> it's like painkiller, right? Uh, it's, yeah, but it, but some painkillers you can't drive That's on. True, That's but true, but I assume you're like not no, on the Norco crazy. or oxycodone, cordocodone. Codone. I can never say it. Oxycotton, oxycodone. Norco. Norco. Norco is the, that's the big one, right? Norco? That's the top? It's the French banana. the top. I don't know why I said that. The French banana. It's the only thing that came to my head. You're welcome. If you want to know what it, uh, my penis looks like at the moment, it looks it's like a French, French banana. banana. Uh, overripe? Uh, it's over, over, uh, over uh, no, what would be uh, uh, overripe? What would overripe look like? Black. Yeah. Black. Yeah. yeah. Then yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Garen, great job today. Thank you, sir. All Thanks right. Well. You know what? This is without a guest. Nice and tight without the guest. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. I'll tell you why. Admittedly, it was selfish. I, I, you feel better when, yes yeah. uh, very selfish uh, you should just you should stream from your home 24 hours a day to deal with your pain issues there you go zero people want that speaking yeah. of streaming congratulations by the way to veep and the west wing they uh, raised seven hundred thousand dollars wow uh, on their live stream over the weekend nice. for uh, the wisconsin election Great. nice that is I saw they were uh, doing that that's, that's really pretty good, good man yeah, that's awesome that's not pretty good that's amazingly good yeah Seven hundred thousand dollars, all small, small dollar donations. They say. And what were they doing? Were they, they, someone? Right? Were they performing something or just? I, I don't know. Were they the... yeah, right? Were they just taking questions? Were they just playing grab ass? Were they reading, doing like a table right, read? Right. Like did did uh, did someone did, did writers from those two shows concoct something for, for them? The two of right. And how did that get together? Why not do? I guess it worked. They made seven hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah. Or. I would I would like to see a scene of uh, Martin Martin Sheen and uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus doing a mock presidential debate. I think that would be fun. Oh, oh that would be fun. That's yeah. a good idea. I think Martin Sheen wins that. Probably just based on the, uh, the characters. They, mm-hmm. Now, in the fictional worlds of those two shows, they were both Democrats, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which would mean it would I guess be a primary, a primary, yeah, a primary, primary debate. debate yeah. yeah. Well, we wish them luck because we all do uh, all primary. Who do you vote for if those two are the candidates? The the, the characters. Yeah, I th- I think I go with. Uh, Whatever his character's name was, Martin Sheen, because he was depicted as a competent person and she was a clown. Yeah, it's not really a tough question. She yeah. seemed stupid and incompetent, and he was like a Superman. Yeah, boy, I love the West Wing. For Bartlett, him. Bartlett was his yeah, character. How many Bartlett. episodes? How many seasons did that go? Nine. Did it go that many? I think it was five. In my house, say, that's, it's five, only five. In my house, it went three. I think. <laughs> I think we lasted. I lasted three, but I liked the three. But then I. Yeah. But then I was just over. It, it got a little silly when when the, his daughter got kidnapped. Like that's kind of ridiculous. His daughter was what's her name? Yeah, seven seasons. It was um, Elizabeth yeah. Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Seven seasons. Seven. So I lasted three. I'd say. I've never seen it. Oh, really? it might be oh, worth going back yeah. and watching the first couple. It's, it's like the top of my list of things I want to go back and watch that I never even 
it never pops in my mind. Like, what do I want to watch right now? Yeah, I it's wonder like, how yeah. it would hold up in the current, like if it, if it how it how it aged is what I'm wondering. Because it was it was very, I mean, it's very Sorkin-y. Like you have to be okay with that to begin with. But then on top of that, it's like from a period of time. It's from the George W. Bush era, mm-hmm. and so it's very shaped by the idea that the audience for that show very much wished that George W. Bush wasn't president right. and very much wished that a guy like Josiah Bartlett was president. Was but that, now we're like in a totally whacked out different world. Was that the first Sorkin where they did the long walk and talk scenes? I wonder it was the first show he ever did. Oh no, no that's, not, that's not true. He did um, sports night, but no. So they, I think they did walk and talks on sports night okay. to answer your question. Okay. Yeah, I think they did too. But it also, he wrote the American president, that movie. Oh, right. And I, that's with Michael Douglas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in the basically the same Martin Sheen role. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I feel like it's like that show is worth watching just to see at least one of those because there's it's it's such a an interesting filmic choice. Yeah. And and to see how well that those actors had to have known those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the pressure of doing two and a half minutes where you've got, a you know, a, a camera operator walking backwards in front of you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're gonna blow it, blow it early. Blow it early. Blow it early. <laughs> Probably yep. the, the the thing that they. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna I'm gonna Paul Reiser this a little bit. Uh, name something Martin Sheen's not good in. Yeah. You can't, right? No. He's I'm, good. I mean, I I enjoy uh, Grace uh, Grace and Frankie. He's on that. He's he on that. Yeah. He does a good job. I mean, he's he's a great actor. Yeah. Not everybody likes that show, but I've been I've enjoyed most of it. This last season, a little tougher. Is that right? Just not as good. It's just not as funny. It's I think they season, right? I think so. Yeah. Is that Jane and Lily? Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, somebody says it like that and yeah. means it. Uh, all right, we gotta go. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for subscribing. Really appreciate your support. Um, join the platinum. There's a, a bunch of bonus stuff coming up. Yep. Right, a bunch, at least, at least two. At least two. Yeah, and we will be doing our live stream oh. in the next few weeks uh, for October. Oh yeah, that's where fun we, too. We stream out as we record one of these um, free episodes. Mm-hmm. You can listen to it as we're recording it with the breaks, which so is you, exciting. You get to hear what happens in the breaks, which yeah. is just not not different from what happens in the show. It's very similar. <laughs> you'd, you'd be you'd be amazed at how similar it it's is. It's just more of this. Yeah. <laughs> So if that's what you like, <laughs> this is your bag. Yep. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, look up over there. There's Garen Cockrell behind the sushi desk. That's the game guy. That's Elliot Hogber, the honcho Matt Belknap. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2022, Never Not Funny, LLC. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.